Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Ah, afternoon scouts. Time for an episode of Matt and Maddie's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Maddie. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. With knobs and dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. Woohoo! We're preaching fun. Um, I've had the Quest World song stuck in my head for like 24 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, got you good, it huh? It just keeps going. Like, I woke up this morning, it's like, Quest World. Because it goes, it builds, and then it goes to like a minor key. But and then it key changes, yeah. It's a, key, it's a key change. It's above the... The case that like really surprises you, yeah, yeah, and uh, fun show. We went and saw Quest World yesterday. It was a lot of fun. So Mattingly buys the tickets. Yeah, Mattingly gets us the, the tickets uh, there to go see it. Um, next time we do ads, Jacob, we should negotiate tickets as part of <laughs> well, part of the deal. We bought tickets. Ad. We bought merchandise. No one's. That's, that's like, <laughs> we're a podcast that doesn't run ads unless we'll lose money on yes. it. Yeah. Then we will do it. Yeah. yeah, we all bought pins and posters. We've yeah, never, we've, ne- we've never spent more money on a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we believe in the product. What can yeah, well, one hundred percent. Oh, sure, one hundred percent. And uh, so, uh, uh, Madeline gets the tickets. Um, no doubt in my mind that Paul would be first to this event. Oh yeah. Was, oh yeah, yeah. I was trying to get there a little early. And of course, I, I hit a little uh, construction traffic. Yeah, me too. But I got there. I got there. I got there early. Mm-hmm. And uh, Manly Tech's already there, saying he's already inside. Yes. When I was on the freeway, I got a text from Paul. I'm here. Checked in. Checked in. When I get in, long line. Mm-hmm. Levi. We did skip the line. Uh huh. Says you guys are good. So Manly, as promised. Uh huh. Delivered. I guess that doesn't have anything to do with having ads for them on the show. That just has to do with Paul getting there early. Though. No, it's Paul got there early. Yeah, yeah. Paul, how many seats did you save for Jacob and I since you got there early? None seats. <laughs> <laughs> there was a seat next to Paul. Yeah. And then a seat in front of Paul. <laughs> well, that's a, no, that's the thing. Is Paul wasn't thinking about any of it. Like, Paul got there early since you guys are good to the door. Did you think we weren't going to sit with you? I didn't know. Did if you I think was, about it at all? I thought that you guys might be there... I knew it was sold out. I thought you guys might not be there in time for there to be seats left. It was filling up. Ah, it was filling up fast. And I'm so, not that guy that's like. So for no, that no, logic, no, no, <laughs> that that now makes less sense. I know. I like, <laughs> you no, thought no. it was going to be completely full, so let's not save seats at all for Matt and Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> it's like he bought the tickets. <laughs> if we were all just saying we were going, I would get Paul's tactic. But like he bought our tickets, he has our tickets. We had the tickets beforehand. So you, one, you don't wait for us. <laughs> Do you go with us? But I did get Levi. I told Levi. I said, yeah. Matt and Jacob were on the way. Yes, that's true. So that's what gives this a D instead of an F. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I laughed so hard that I was like, I'm walking to sit next to Jake. It's sit next to Paul. And also, I look. I'm like, well, there's not a seat for Jacob. There's one seat next to Paul. And I yeah. think I just, and I Matt bet, and I are walking in together. Yeah, I bet Jacob is coming in. Right, Jacob is waiting for me. I bet we're all going to walk in together. Yeah, and then you're there. <laughs> and so <it's> like, <laughs> not only did you not want to save seats, but you went to sit like you literally like didn't want us to sit with you. You chose the like for someone who got there early. You chose the worst seat for yourself. Oh no, I was happy with the seat that you chose. <laughs> 
because I knew I knew it was going to be an audience participation type show. Right. Uh, I do not like participating in shows, even yeah. shows like I mean, th- these are these are friends of mine that are doing this show. I love these people. Uh, I wish them nothing but the best. I don't want to participate in their show. I want to go watch the show. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just me. Whenever I go see a show. So part of my thinking was that, and so we were sitting in the <laughs> very of, back right. Part of my thinking was also as I went back there. They were in the very back right. There were two chairs that were cushioned. <laughs> the rest were hardwood. So I was like, I'm sitting on that cushion chair. <laughs> I, I did not notice that uh, the other, because I, I sat next to Paul. Right. Matt, Matt sat right in you front got, of us. You got a cushion chair. Everything, I did have a cushion chair. It didn't occur to me that the others were cushion chairs. <laughs> so it didn't matter. I couldn't really save three. So Everything about this is like... We're going, but don't go with me. Yeah. <laughs> like as if like we we're embarrassing right. Paul by being with him. He would rather roll. Like we're going to a role playing uh, uh, a Dungeons and Dragons esque show. Yes, I don't think Paul wanted to be seen with us. Is what no. I think. What Paul happened. was embarrassed by us a little. <laughs> I was talking with one of the apps at Acrobats uh, that evening because she I, I saw her at the show as well, and uh, just said, you know, how'd you how'd you like the show, and. Uh, She's uh, she's Russian, and uh, she said, I didn't really get all of the first part where they were talking about the games, and I think that may have just been because I, I don't speak great English. I said, no, <laughs> nope, that's not why. <laughs> I, this is interesting I speak to me. very good English. This is interesting. And I had no idea really? what they were talking about. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All of the, all of the stuff that's like the Dungeons and Dragons game type stuff. Yeah, because this it's a, a quest world. Uh, you, if, if you listen to the last couple of episodes, we had uh, we had uh, some break ins in the last uh, in the last couple of episodes where yeah. uh, where, where some uh, gremlin esque uh, creatures came in and, and took over the studio. Which for I, a few I, sp- minutes. I spoke with Vogue after. He's like, "Thanks for letting us put uh, ads on your show." And I said, "It's the first time we've ever done it." Yeah, and he looked surprised. But I said, oh, "We've never had a, someone put had ads on ads. our show." Yeah. I right. said, "Now that you've set the tone." That's how ads are going to be. That's the only way we want ads to happen. Yes. Yeah. Ads must be interruptions. <laughs> ads must be interruptions, ball-busting yeah. weirdness. Yeah, it must take over Preferably our show. Preferably when we're in the bathroom. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, now this is the only way I want to do ads. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're mutually happy about those, Good. those facts. Those facts. But, yeah, it, but she, was, she was like, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I really I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, yeah, um, me either. All, all of That's the hilarious. all the stuff that was that was kind of uh, an homage to the uh, to the role playing games to the to the dice based yeah. role playing games. It's like I have I have no and, idea. I mean, it was just is great. It was so I really enjoyed streamlined it. though, so simplified. Oh yeah, character creation can easily take an hour and a half, two hours. That's why like, it felt like it took that long. No, <laughs> <laughs> they kept. I guess things like I actually I didn't I, I understood the beginning. Of, I used to have a role playing, you know huge role playing uh, roommate. Yeah, you know, to go oh, to my okay. house every Friday night. So you've been there, and I would come home from working the day shifts. So I'd be falling asleep to them like debating, right? Uh, and I've I've heard fiery arguments about all kinds of dice roll stuff, you know, until the wee hours of the night. I, you know, I would go, I would come home, fall asleep, wake up, shower, leave, go out that night, come home, same game and happening. They're still, they're yeah. still going, and it just, and they just would just pollute my my house just yeah. the amount of food and drink they just bring in and no one leaves this giant table so it just becomes this this orbiting trash ring around them yes when um, we went and recorded uh a long time ago when we went and the three of us sat in for an episode of geek shock yeah uh that seemed like an apartment where that has happened 
Oh, a nice little role-playing game. Uh, they're not there, but those guys do definitely do the same. Todd's more of the model builder. Okay. It's the same kind of thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> Everything um, else just gets left. Yeah. I, the problem with having a wife and dogs is uh, I can't just leave everything. shit everywhere. Yeah. No, I used to have... I mean, I... I not like I was. I'm not messy guy. I'm very. I'm very neat and orderly. But I. You did, are. But I did like to have a messy zone. You right. I mean, like I, ha- okay. I like to have a workstation. Okay. I haven't had a workstation. Do you have a messy a zone? No. My my office is the closest thing to it. But when it gets messy, it bothers me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, there's a there's a limit. But like, if I'm in there doing a lot of work on something and and kind of things get strewn around a bit. Yeah. Uh, that. That kind of bothers me. Oh, really? So you'll you'll stop and straighten. I won't stop and straighten out. Uh, but uh, but until I in, until set like, it on fire, he'll just burn it to yeah, the yeah. ground. Yeah. Insurance this money bothers me. Well, this is the way I got uh, <laughs> until until I do clean it up. I can't start anything else. Oh, I'm the same way. I can't play video games until things are straight enough and cleared up. That's why I well, this last. I mean, week, anything else in that in that room? Well, this last week, I had to, uh, or, or I really worked hard after we got back from Jersey to. Jersey. Sort all the rest of the moving stuff. Just oh, stop, yeah. stop shotgunning beers and dressing in, in uh, sleeveless t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? Just it's, stop spray tanning. It's hard not to <laughs> fist pumping. Once you experience that life, once you get a taste, it's <laughs> like fuck, man. This is where it's at. I can't stop fucking Snooky. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, we. Uh, I, just, I spent a long time reorganizing all the boxes and getting my. Storage room, which is the spare bedroom, Speaking just all storaged up. Reorganized in boxes. And really got everything organized nicely so that the living room and the kitchen area are now orderly. Okay. And it does make things a lot better. But I do, but during that process, place was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Sure. But Anne wouldn't have been able to do it. She was out of town on vacation. That's why I was able to do it. If I am in the middle of process, of cleaning or organizing stuff and things are everywhere and loses her mind. Okay. And I'm like, God damn it. This is the process. I have to have the process and it may take days. It will get done. Are, but are it, you just but thinking of Joel Embiid right now? Process. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I actually think is that like my, my wife is neater than I am. I'm probably the sloppiest of the three of us. Okay. I don't think I'm a very sloppy person, but, uh, but, but judging by these, your high standards that you guys have laid down. <laughs> Um, I, we're sitting in my house right now. It's you try to keep a neat house. Yeah, yeah. It bothers it bothers me when it's not uh, it, when it's lived in. Fine, right? I have no problem with that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. right before you guys got here, I had uh, the pillows on the couch were a little were a little disheveled because I was lying on the couch last night. Sure, that doesn't bother me. I straightened them up because people were coming over, but but that doesn't bother me. Just walking around the house like that. But exactly. if there's stuff all over the place or something yep. like that, that bothers me. Yeah. That explains all the burnt pillows I saw in the backyard. Yep. Just torched them. Yep. You don't have a lot of collections either, though. No. no See, no, no. Jacob doesn't have a ton, but he you have a lot of photos and posters. Yeah, yeah. You have you and, and you booze. have like LPs, yeah, yeah. booze, booze. You, you know, some art pieces. You have some collections. No, oh, yeah. They might be small, but they're not they're not insignificant. I have a fuck ton of collections. Yes. Too many. But it requires a certain amount of order to maintain those. Otherwise, it's just absolute chaos. I mean, you can imagine the move, how crazy I've been trying to reestablish where everything is. Right. For the most part, I put everything in boxes where I knew they would be. Okay. But I've had to go back 
I lost like a couple power cables for some video game components. Yep. I lost uh, one or two action figures I just can't put my hands on. So I had to reorder one or two action figures. Just like, fuck it. I need this goddamn thing. I don't know where it is. It's buried in some box somewhere, maybe. I could, but I found 99% of everything, but it took me a long time. Like I was just telling Jacob when I came here today, just in the mail, I got my Walgreens exclusive Fantastic Four thing in the mail from China. Oh, it's a big real, day. It's a really nice piece. He had to get it before the tariffs kick in. Uh, dude, you ain't kidding. <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to come by. <laughs> Molded plastic. But I it, it's been almost a year you know collecting all those Fantastic Four figures. Right. And he was going to be the cherry on top, hard to get one. But then before he came in the mail, I had to make sure I dug up and dug around and found my Reed Richards, my Johnny Storm, and my Sue Storm, and I've got them all, and I'm good. There are new friends coming. i got to get, get everybody ready. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you talk about the tariffs, the solar-powered tariffs. Oh, yeah. There were people in my neighborhood every day trying to sell solar panels like for a while, right. and they're not. They're gone now. They're just not happening. I used to get the phone calls uh, yeah. a few times a week. And that has stopped. Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with the other or not. But It uh, might just be a weather season or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. Might, they might just try but to it, get it But it has done. definitely stopped. Yeah. But it's just strange. Um, I uh, No, I have like a, I'm like somehow there's two desks, two desks built into my house, and I am in control of neither of them somehow. Good. Oh. Which is annoying. And I've all... I, when we first moved into an apartment together, I had like a big table, which Sarah hated, but a big table. Oh, Matt's big table. I, I was just the, about to make a suggestion. I have just recently purchased two two tables. I love tables. Are, these are my wife handy. hates tables. They're handy as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I work, they work as desks now. That's yeah. how I finished up my room. Do you think that your wife took over both desks because she has this like memory now of this table? It's possible. I definitely She's like, no, we will not have Matt's table rehappen. It was the first item of like not to move to Vegas. When I, remember, <laughs> she, she moved here first. You know, she had to be at yeah. Jersey Boys in like five days. And so oh, right, sure. I, I was in charge. Suddenly, I became in charge of the move, which is not something either one of us preferred. Right. No. Uh, and the first thing she was like, don't pack that fucking desk. <laughs> it's like, don't. <laughs> I have this gigantic desk. <laughs> and it was the most organized I've ever been in my life. Yeah. A huge desk. Um, somehow she has control of both of the desks that are built into our home. Uh-huh. And I have this like, uh, this like basket, this like mail basket, giant like mail basket that I've turned into like this kind of like overflowing tree of unorganized shit. Yeah. It's kind of, I'm slowly building like a tunnel or a bridge or canopy yeah. of junk mail and things I want to kind of figure out what the, what the hell these things came from. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, uh, that is what she's given me. And she is even upset at that, uh, how I found a way to make that grow outside of its designated space. <laughs> Uh, but that's the only clutter I'm allowed to to, to have oh. uh, in the household. I uh, I then you know we talked about in the garage. I I cleaned up the entire garage to right. create like a little nook for all my magic stuff. So now I kind of just ditch everything out there. But now it's 115 degrees, so I don't spend a lot of time in the old garage. No, do the old garage. I don't know. Side note: I don't know what. There's something amazing. I wish I should start keeping a journal of the amount of things my wife does while talking to me on the phone. Like she, and it's not like she. I call her in the middle of stuff. It's as if like the sound of my voice makes her brain go like, "You could be doing laundry right now, or you could be changing." Like I was just talking to her right now before we came in the thing, and all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that." And I heard the hose go off, and the hose is. 
what about my voice was like, I need to hose something down. <laughs> is she on speakerphone with you like this? Someone on speakerphone, someone's on the phone, whatever. But she just, it's like, my voice means multitask. Yeah. Mm. That's what it means. She hears my voice and it's like, suddenly her to-do list enters her, into her Terminator-like eye, eyeball thing. And she starts checking off tasks. Wow. While I talk to her on the phone. Because when you met her, you just never got anything done. <laughs> and so now it's just programmed into her. It's like... Uh, Matt Donnelly, I have to accomplish things. That's possible. I thought I was an actor before I met her. Turned out not true. All right. I always joke about this all the time. But like I started, I tried, almost got into you know Kevin Smith film and all these little things here and uh-huh. there. Did improv theater stuff and did a lot of projects associated with improv theaters. And when we met, I was like, yeah, I'm an actor. And then we went. She's like, oh, do you do this? No. Do, do do you have this printed? No. Have you ever sent out this? No. When you take classes, do classes here? No. You you met an actor. I met an actor. Yeah, who was like you. You're not an actor. Yes. you're a guy doing comedy, waiting for a miracle. Right, and that's what I figured out. That I spent my first eleven years thinking I was an actor doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, basically doing like a rain dance of for a career. You're you're an actor in the same way uh, that Tim Allen was an actor in like '83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other day we were at a friend's house, and um, we met someone new, and uh, we were talking in the kitchen, and then she just in the conversation just turned to me and she goes, Oh, I guess, I guess you're an actor too. And both my wife and I went, uh, <laughs> that's great. I can act. We both went like, uh, it was sure. really funny. Yeah. We both looked at each other like, ah, I mean, he, he does that's act funny. occasionally. It's been a while. That's hilarious. But I've, I, I have discussed in this, I haven't gone audition in over a year. Right. Uh, a friend of mine recently I would asked me to count ask the some... Hillbill stuff, though. Well, that's it, right? Because this audition popped up recently that I finally submitted myself for an audition for the first time in over a year yesterday. Okay. St- 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 still waiting to hear. No, and uh, 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 and I was like, oh, I haven't put this together in a while. Like, I'm trying to get this audition. Right. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is tough. You know, like, not tough, annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's why I don't. To try to represent yourself on I paper and stuff. I, I haven't done it in a long a... time either. A student, I, I used to do a lot of gigs at uh, universities around the country. I'd go out and do master classes and, and uh, work with uh, with students and everything on, on sound and, and sound production and everything. And uh, a former student at a university that I'd done some work at got in touch with me probably a week and a half ago, just on on the old Facebook, and uh, said, "You know, I'm I'm out. I've I've moved to I think he said Chicago, and uh, I'm just trying to get my resume out there and everything." And would you mind sending me a copy of your resume just so I can have an example? Oh, I've been that guy, not you. I've been the that guy. Right. And I'm about to get, I've gotten the reaction you're about to explain. I, I emailed him back. I was like, I will put a resume together for you. I don't have a resume, though. Yeah. Because I, I haven't given anybody a resume in a decade. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I don't even, like, I was like, I will happily, I'll do whatever I can to help you out with this. Uh, and I'll, I will really, I'll sit down for an hour and put a resume together and send that to you. I can almost promise you that whatever I send you is going to be wrong, though. Listeners, if you're out there, this is because there's so many, this is not just show business. There's so yeah, many yeah. areas where the resume is a formality. And really just, it's always about who you know, oh, right, who's right. recommending is you, and who's ever? rooting for you. You have to have a resume to sit down in the room. So if someone else recommends me, I have to have a resume to sit down in the room to like confirm the recommendation, yeah, right. but that's it. Right. And that if the conversation goes well, then that resume becomes an instant formality. Mm-hmm. Right. So is there anyone out here, I'm curious if the resume matters and what the rules are 
because I don't even know. I can in, imagine in like a long term professional. In, like, yeah. yeah, and in, in, in more technical stuff. Like, Maybe. Do you know how to operate such and such machinery slash programs? You know sure, I mean? but like, I think that's just a question. That's that's an interview question. Because right. like, like I'll I'll go in and, and right. talk to people and they'll be like you know do you have your you know their, their cards basically and it's yeah. just like do you have your lift certification card do you ha- do you have you know uh, can can you rig do you have a rigging card you know do all, all this kind of stuff and it's just yes 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 right and I mean all of that most stuff that I go go and do if anything you know at the most formal that's just a, a questionnaire with some boxes to check on it right so do you have these things. Yeah, he's like, as as your employer, are we going to have to get you these and things? See, that's what to hire you. makes it so tough as performers. There is nothing we can check off. There is no, no, no except card. for, che- except no for check off training. Right, I have my check off. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> you could deliver that better, Jacob. Yeah, you're nuclear vessels. I'm. I wouldn't have criticized it if you didn't celebrate it so hard. Nuclear. No, wessels. I'm pretty happy with my check off joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The 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 the, uh, the it's a layup for sure. It's just the uh, you didn't lay it up. No, oh, well. mm, uh, uh. fair enough. Always a, always a critic. The guy never has a hat in the ring. <laughs> that's the weird thing with, and that's why, as especially as improvisers, we are hesitant. At least I am hesitant to put together any kind of resume because you don't know what the next gig is going to require of you, and the resume it won't matter. It won't matter a lot of it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's strange. Like this is the first. The audition is uh, there. Someone sent it to me, but they're um, Kevin Burke. Okay, who we should get in here. We talk. Yeah, yeah. I talk to him on we Facebook should. all the time. He's um, leaving. Yeah, after f- over five thousand shows, he's done defending the cave. Yes, I saw this, and 5, I didn't see why he was leaving. Five thousand shows. Is he just tired of it? I think he's just tired. of it. I mean, I understand that. I wrote him because I, I saw the audition notes. You're leaving. Yes. How many shows did you do? Five thousand. Incredible. I said, should I uh, submit, or are you leaving because they're terrible people and they like murdered your children or something? Right. He said, no, I'm just, I'm just leaving. Great. So, so submit away. It's a good gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the one, and that was the first time I was like, oh, this is the first time in a long time I've had to convey to a stranger that you should bring me in to consider me for this thing. Right. It's been a while. Um, and it was funny because it happened just after a conversation I had with Penn. We were talking about variety artists versus acting and getting the magic and stuff like that. Mm. Is that like you are often considered and hired before you enter a room? Absolutely. It's not often you go into a room to determine whether or not you are hired. And that practice is just a totally different lifestyle and different esteem entirely. We were both talking about how when you go into the room, the only thing you can really do is lose it. Yeah. And you can, I, you at can least shoot that's yourself the feeling. In the foot. That's the feeling you yeah. have. You know, and you can take all these classes to change that mentality, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, my. My mother-in-law teaches, you know, used to, used to teach more often. I think she still teaches a lot of classes to actors, mm. you know. And they, they, you know, the first thing they teach you is, you know, they want you to be great. Their job is easier if you walk in the room and you're fantastic. If you walk yep. in and they're awesome, yeah, it just makes it their just life makes easier. So, so yep. don't think that they're there. To, I was, I was just having a. a Pen was like, which as a variety artist moving over and going to acting stuff, I always, even in New York, thought it was so strange that I'm going to walk in. And three people who like just ate a bagel and maybe you know having cups <laughs> of coffee are determining my employment. Right in that moment, like not ahead of time and not afterward. But they in they that are moment. actually determining your future and right then. And he's just like, "There's so many things, you know." Right, that's just it. There's there's so many variables that a resume, in our respect, becomes very moot for the most part. Yeah, like there's a guy who wrote an article. It was judges. 
sentences were more severe heading into lunch and more lenient coming oh. after lunch. Yeah, I believe that. You know, uh, I don't know how deep the study was. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. this is canon or whatever, but uh, but it was like this person did enough research on it. In this, they had, in this they had a presentation study, yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh my god, that's frightening. Sure, that's, that's not just show business. That's real, real world mm-hmm. stuff. You, you want like a, a 1:30 p.m. court time? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you want a courtroom that's ne- next to a raising canes? <laughs> <laughs> imagine just that like always imagine lawyers like we're gonna try to get this move to to state county court why it's right next to raising canes yeah, yeah. most lenient judges in the world the no. judges are that just, dipping sauce they're so sated with chicken uh, aye, aye, aye. It's, uh yeah you can it's a cakewalk if we do anything after lunch you're, yeah. you're walking free did you know your wife is dead but you are <laughs> you are a free man thanks to raising cane um, unless you're in that court because you robbed a raisin cane, all right? That, that then you're would in be, trouble. Yeah. Then you got to move. Yeah, then we're moving again. <laughs> yeah, we cannot get a fair trial here. Today's show is brought to you by our new stickers, raisin canes, raisin cane stickers. We have chicken stickers. Yep. No, if you go to hayscoops.com slash uh, click on the swag button there, or hayscoops.com slash swag, we have new uh, uh, vinyl car stickers. They are awesome. They're and really not just cool. car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're anything. But the, the the vinyl stickers they're seven inch squares yeah. basically. They're they're made to they're made to be outdoors. Yeah, and they are they're beautiful. It's a transfer sticker, so you mm-hmm. don't have all of the the stuff around it and everything. Yeah, uh, you stick it onto windows. You can stick it onto your car. It's on it's on the back of Matt's car. Uh, and yeah, you can, you can put it anywhere. Yeah, you, you can put it on a you can put it on a fucking cabinet in your kitchen if you want to. It'd yeah, fucking stick it in your cabinet. God yeah. damn it! What do I care? Yeah, for all I care. For all I care. <laughs> for all I care. <laughs> Um, <laughs> speaking of for all I care, I should address that I've I've unfriended numerous people recently. Oh yeah, yeah. And the the new Penn Sunday School. This is this comes out on the same day, so uh, some we have a lot of crossover listeners and people listen in a different order. But a lot of people had a lot of thoughts about Penn doing this water only fast, and a lot of thoughts yeah. about him interviewing Doctor Clapper. And if you go back two weeks or three weeks or whatever, there's a a two 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 part interview with Penn and. And uh, whack job, Doctor Clapper. Yes, I, who I believe everyone acknowledges, including Penn, is he, a whack job. Sure, yeah, and just go. He'll speak for it himself. He, yeah, yeah, it's pretty spicy for Penn Sunday School, which means not spicy by any other standards. <laughs> um, What's this thing? It's it's a hard work for show business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even just the way Penn, you know, Penn talking shit is like you know so careful and cautious and everything mm, else, right? Um. A couple of things drove me crazy. One is that uh, uh, I tried to be sympathetic at first. So mm-hmm. I didn't just blindly unfriend people right off the bat. Okay. Because I, I, I didn't come to love Penn and Teller because of their um, platform in the skeptic community. Right. Other people have. Sure. That makes so, sense. So if they were upset about that, they're allowed to be. Yes. No problem. Let's let that happen. Then I let a couple of weeks go by. And people are still chatting about it. I was like, well, now we're going beyond like news cycle stuff here. Yeah. Like, how long do you want to keep chatting about this? But only if people put in an effort to change other people's minds to make them more angry about it. Ah. Weeks after the fact did I unfriend people. And I'm, and I'm betting people reached out to you to try to engage you in these conversations. Strangely enough, no. Really? No. Oh, As a matter nice. of fact, people put effort into hiding these conversations from me. Okay. But then other people took screenshots of the conversation and sent it to me. Oh. So only through third parties was I brought to attention that people were ragging on Penn. Okay. Now, Penn preaches against, preaches against tribalism, right? Okay, yeah. I don't. 
I'm Jersey. I'm a very traveled person. Uh huh. Root for the Giants. Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm a very loyal person. You know, you hear things that are like, oh, this guy was an asshole, but he was good to me, right? Right. I always sympathize with that person, even if it's under terrible. Like, sometimes you go, like, why on earth did that person help the person out in this terrible situation? Right. You read, like, a news article or something. And every time I go, like, that could happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I could help. I had a, I'd end up helping in that situation, I think. I'm very loyal. So even if people were I'm right. I'm with you on that. Even if people were right about Ben, I still hated them. Sure. I still boiled my blood and maybe want to. None of, yell at them. None of the posts that I saw were because um, I, I saw some people talking about it on on social media as well. Uh, I couldn't say that anyone that was that was posting this stuff was right or wrong. Yeah, um, including by the way, Doctor Clapper, <laughs> because I I went through and and finally listened to the uh, to the interviews uh, on Penn Sunday School with Doctor Clapper, and um, he said things on the interview. That definitely made the hair on the back of my neck stand up a little bit. Yes. Uh, I mean, and people talked about it, especially the cancer stuff. Yeah. My, my family and friends, I mean, we've, we've talked about it on the show before. My family and friends, uh, my, my family especially, is just fucking riddled with cancer. Uh, my best friend died when I was 19 from cancer. They just from love cancer. it. They just cancer, eat it up. Cancer, yeah, yeah. Cancer, cancer. Uh, and yeah, so like all of that. So anytime you anytime you say like, oh, you know, th- this, this cures cancer, which he didn't say. He right. didn't say in the interview that it cured cancer. No, but as soon as you, as soon as you have, like, as soon as you take a step in that direction, as soon as you say positive effect, yes, my the 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 cackles on on me raise up. Yeah, and uh, so I, I went through and listened to it. And there was someone who posted. I don't remember the name, so forgive me. And I wouldn't yep. say because it, it was in Scoop Group, which you don't run, so I wouldn't say it anyway. But anyway, someone said, "Hey, this made me upset because I lost a, uh, uh, my partner to cancer. Great, and this is making me very upset." But it was almost like. They were pleading for sanity. They weren't there to. They weren't there to fire. You know, to, to light pen up. It was right. more like, "Hey, I'm writing this here because I heard this and I'm upset." Yeah. Yes. But I'm trying to not be. Which is 100 percent legitimate. Absolutely. And that for that person, first of all, that you lost your partner to cancer. Of course. I'm so sorry. That's, that that's awful. And that you actually stayed polite. Yes. On social media. I applaud you on for that. On top of that. Yes. Fantastic. You're a god. But even the people who were critical of it, so here here's what I read it as, and and I've said before, Penn and I are not friends. We are friendly you acquaintances. Keep trying and he will not. He, he will he will not return my calls. He, he will won't not return. Let you you know, I, I try to snuggle with him, and he just he won't. asks me about Paul all the time. Not yeah. a question about you. No, Nothing. Uh, not a thing. Penn and I are friendly acquaintances. <laughs> we see each other. We're nice to each other. We're polite to each other, and that's and that's the end of our relationship. And uh, him doing this water fast. To me, seemed like someone just saying, uh, weighing weighing the options here, and saying, "Is this going to hurt me? I don't think it's going to hurt me. It might help me. Yeah, and it might be interesting. It mm-hmm. might just be. It might just be interesting. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, who gives a fuck beyond that? And if the guy who sells it to you is saying, even if the guy who sells it to you is saying it'll it'll produce all of these miracles." Which you think is nonsense. Right. Who cares? But you still want to do it anyway. I mean, I. it's nutty, and it's weird. Yeah. Clapper Dog's a lot of weird. No doubt about it. Uh, and people's, people who came on and said, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's my hero. What the fuck? Right. It was only the people who were like, <laughs> I didn't listen to it, but you know what? It's a shame he's gone this way. Oh. <laughs> and I'm done. 
then I was just done. Right. And the people who are, if, if someone said like, hey, you know what? It seems a little crazy, but he did what he wanted to do. I don't think he's necessarily yeah. trying to get everyone to do it. Are you telling me, Matt? Hold on. That there are knee-jerk reactions, <laughs> absence of nuance in the internet. Well, and what? I tried I tried to give space to that. Okay. It was only if they pursued. So some people were like, look, it was crazy. I'm not into it. I like other episodes. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's his life. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. There are people who Great. are like, no. He owes more to the world than that. You know? And I was like, well, oh, now you're on. just. So. Yeah. I got rid of anybody who pursued it. Yeah. Anyone who just vented, it was just a tough it was a tough week for loyal me wanting to just pull a switchblade on anyone who talks shit about my friend. Right. That's really funny too, because I was talking to Ann about this and she was like, All right. You know, she's like, What yeah. whatever, you do your thing there, Pen. Go for your <laughs> go for your Which is a it's a fine reaction. You know, yeah. Because she cause yeah, she's like she's like her her reaction was she feels like a lot of people who hard like she's atheist as they come, yeah. But people who hardcore identify as atheist, if they have spirituality in their background, yeah, which she does not, they latch right. onto something. They latch onto something. They're yeah. always yeah, looking yeah, yeah. for something, even if they don't realize it. They're looking for something. But what's funny that is true like, is the, it seems like a lot of those people who are crying out at Penn, yeah, are crying out because they're like, "My Savior hath betrayed me." <laughs> it's <laughs> like, yo. Do you bit. know what you're saying? Do you that understand so the power true. you are giving him over your life is not dissimilar from what religious folks give to the sky daddy? This is true. All my friends who were raised atheists don't understand the idea of being passionate about atheism. Right. At all. Right. And, and when, when I don't fiery atheists it. start debating with fiery believers, I guess natural raised, natural born atheists, I don't know what the term is. Go like, what are you doing? Like, truly, what are you talking truly about? non-religious people. Yeah, the true, the true. I have two friends who are just truly non-religious, and they just don't even like, don't even get talking about. No, it. because they know there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it took me a long time to realize that myself. Yeah, as a heavily religiousized person. Oh yeah, yeah, and as a teen, thoroughly enjoying my rebellion from the church. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rebel till I was 22. Oh, okay. And I didn't even rebel. I just walked away. Well, that's different than you, you made very you different. Get talking as a teenager. Oh, your first time using your critical thought on the platform. Oh yeah. Talking shit about religion. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh man. Do you feel good about yourself? Cocaina. <laughs> That's the yayo, yo. Oh, yeah. Let's get it going. Yeah. Let's sit around and talk to people who agree with me. Woo! And let's get ourselves fired up over this, mm-hmm. over our first $4 coffees yeah, in our life. At one, of our, one of our eight coffee houses in Red Bank, New Jersey. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Maybe if I say the right derogatory thing about God, I'll get laid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cut deep, Manningly. That cut deep. Hey, <laughs> yeah, well, it should. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but that's what I mean. Oh, 100%. It's like, come on. 100%. 100%. So, uh, if I could convince her there's no God, maybe she'll believe in this dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's a possibility. <laughs> she, she used to be on her knees praying, so let's move it out. Let's just change it around. Hold let's just, right let's there. Just move to the left a little <laughs> bit. Hold right there. <laughs> let's alter your altar. Hey. Oh. Zing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there we go. And the only, the only kind of defense that I could give to the water fast, because I, I know nothing at all about it, but uh, SJ and I were talking about it a while back, and uh, 
my my only defense that I could give to it as someone who is completely uneducated about it is when you when you do things to your body, your, the body makeup changes. Yep. And so doing something extreme to your body, like not eating for a couple of weeks, yeah. It it doesn't. It, it's not completely nonsensical to me that that might make a dramatic change. This is the most succinct way I can I can put it, which is. I don't think a lot of people doubt that if you improve your diet at all, that you might feel benefits from that improvement. Right. right. That's right. So then majorly improving your diet might create major improvements. That's the gamble. Sure. Right. And I'm saying gamble. That's the, that's the gamble. And so all Clapper gambles on is if you do this water fast, medically supervised, and we're taking care of stuff and we're taking, keeping an eye on things, we could maybe speed up the benefits you were going to get anyway by improving your diet. I have a request for Ready Rich. Yes. I want him to produce a song called Water Fast that is a parody of Lollipop. <laughs> and instead of the pop, it's a sploosh sound. <laughs> and it's all about the water fast. Oh, you might have just like taken up two years of Ready Rich's life. You don't even know. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. He will try to do this now. I hope. And, uh, water fast, water fast, ooh, water, water And he'll fast. debut it the next time we and have a, uh, a turnout. Fast. I was going to say. <laughs> Sploosh. But he really, boop, boop. Ready Rich, if you go back and listen to the turnout, Ready Rich, the producer of Sunday School, unspeknown to me, was in New Jersey. <laughs> so much. Came in perfectly timed to the uh, opening of the show and came and sat in the guest chair that we happened to have yes. because Casey Webb was there. Uh-huh. Um, talked to me privately. He meant to get on earlier and surprise us and just hang. Oh. He missed his train. Okay. You know, New York Transit, he got stuck, literally got stuck inside a subway car waiting for another car to pull out. Gotcha. And then missed his train, so had to wait an hour. Oh. So he wasn't waiting outside. No. That's, he when, he, that's when he legit walked up. His timing was absolutely perfect and comedically amazing. Yeah. He came in, walked in, sat there for 10 minutes, left, went back on a train, went back to his show. Right. From Reddy Rich's perspective, not ideal. Wanted to come out, hang out for an hour. Right. Leave when we started the podcast, and then having spent time with friends. Yes, which we would have loved to have spent time with Reddy. Sure, but well, the what, from, our, from, from our perspective, though, comedically yeah, the was, best thing happened. Amazing. Just perfect. The well, best thing happened. Reddy just works on Wizard Time. That's all there is to it. Because <laughs> the thing was, I mean, the way that it worked out. The, if it had worked out the way Reddy would have liked it to work out, we would have gotten to spend some time with a buddy. Yeah, which would have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, he created a legend. <laughs> um, speaking of legend, let's get into some scoop mail. Shall oh yeah! We? Tom Cruise. Message for you, son. At the heights of their powers. <laughs> <laughs> we got one here from Elio Dare. Uh, hey, everyone in the Ellie. room. A recent episode, including included Paul telling an unusual story about the accountant. That did his taxes at a chain tax prep place. We, you hit a nerve on this, Paul. We really did. I, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's had such an experience. Well, that's, that means that you're striking a nerve. That's yeah. part right, of it is yeah. that you, you have not. Uh-huh. Uh, but also that I used the word accountant was probably the wrong thing to do. Right. Well, tax we all do. Tax preparer. But we all tax do. professional. Oh, Ellie actually said that, that this 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 might have been covered in another email. We might have to read it. That's what she wrote on Twitter. Okay. So so you you, 
if we have to skim through this, we can. We might. Okay. Keep going. Uh, this seems like a great time for a shitty job story. Ah. See, uh, once upon a time, before I drove trucks full of onions and future hamburgers, I was a sad little antisocial nerd in future a small hamburgers? mid-Atlantic town. I think she just means uh, cows. Burger. I, I, mean, I believe that means cows. No, no, that's that's what I'm asking. Is it a bunch is of it, ground beef it, that hasn't been made to a patty yet, or is it a bunch of cows? I think it's cows. It could be cows. I don't know if you just transport ground beef willy-nilly. <laughs> it's a big tonnage of ground <laughs> yeah. beef. I, it's a big stays, pallet. It's pallet to pallet. a cow, I guess. Just, yeah. I don't think any of us are picturing like the little like two-pound styrofoam packed with the with the, the, the cellophane over it. No, no. We're picturing one giant <laughs> like a mountain, of hamburger meat. Yeah, a mountain yes. of hamburger meat. Um, I was working at a grocery store next door to a tax prep office. Let's call it M&M Cube. Uh, after Thanksgiving, <laughs> the Cube started offering a free lesson in tax preparation with a guaranteed job offer if you pass the course. Uh, yeah, so we, we talked about this a little bit. I jumped at the chance to get out from behind the cash register and enrolled in the course. Uh, the course was uh, less about paying taxes and more about how to use the company's proprietary software. And the, company's, uh, the company naturally also produced the course's textbooks, which students were required to purchase to take the free course. Uh, this reminds me of my first waiter job here in town. And last, unless, you know, tomorrow. Um, <laughs> last for now. Was a Brio in Town Square. Yeah. Brio Town Square, which, fun fact, the entire building built backwards. Just so you know, it's really fun to understand that. Oh yeah, that makes the main sense. entrance is on the on the butt end of, of yeah. Town Square, and then the uh, outdoor seating, the atrium area, is the thing that unfolds to the greater kind of common area. Right. You want the main entrance of your restaurant to be at the common area. Right. So I think it's always funny they built the building backwards. When you when you building. say they built it backwards, are you saying that they that they understand and it was accidentally done that way? Correct. Okay. Yeah. You're not just saying the that as your opinion. Someone held the blueprints the wrong direction once, and now an entire building was built not the way it was intended. Oh. It's a fun fact to know when you're That's there. That's a problem. It's a really fun thing, because then, then you walk out the back, you're like, oh, yeah, if the answers were here, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Because I've thought about this before. Yeah. I mean, that, that building is laid out exactly backwards. Exactly backwards. Um, but uh, that's where I was a waiter, and they had th- that restaurant on its full, like thriving thing, can seat like over two hundred people. Okay, like there's just so many it's tables. Big. There's a lot of space. When you worked, when I worked there, there basically was like, you know, your your op- your, your openers and your closing section waiters, right? Of which okay. there were like four. So basically, like besides the big lunch rush and the big dinner rush, it was actually like a quaint little restaurant for like eighty people. Okay, you know what I mean? Yes. And so when I worked there long term, what you realized, and because I was not ambitious, so I never became like a closing person. I never wanted to be. Right. I liked being cut first and going home because um, I was a terrible waiter. Uh, Made a good crab, though. Was that I watched people come and go. No, I love that restaurant. I still go to that restaurant all the time. And I love the manager. I'm still friends with all the managers. One of the managers even tried to help us out with Scoop Fest. Oh, nice. Um, love them. Love the whole thing. It's just just, a, just a, a facet of how the thing was designed. It was designed to take this giant rush of people and make a ton of money. And then as soon as those tables are sat once, cut everyone and go home. Right. You know, like, you, there just isn't... It's just meant to be this wave. I bring this up because H&R Block only needs a certain amount of accountants. And right. then once a year needs a shitload of people to do they tax prep. They need people to fill chairs. And, they, and that's all they're doing. They're just getting through the lunch rush. Yeah. Before they cut bait yeah. and go back to the people yeah. that they actually want to reward. Yeah. Yeah. Because like once a year, they just need people that can operate TurboTax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
it was essentially a way to get uh, prospective employees to volunteer for unpaid job training. After a one-week course, I was a certified tax preparer at the age of 17. Since I was still a minor, I couldn't legally prepare taxes for other people, but I could uh, type quickly and read English better than most of the adults, so my job became troubleshooter. Oh, my God. If I walked into a tax place with all of my stuff, and I saw a 17-year-old typing away at the computer. (laughs) Turn it around. (laughs) Turn around. Everybody in here is not really an accountant. They might not know what they're doing. Turn around. Matt, have you ever gone to one of these places? Yes. Okay. I have not. What made you go to that place? Oh, I was rather, young. rather than just going to an accountant or something like they that. They were giving out candy. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a van at my school. <laughs> Lollipops, sure thing, Ooh. buddy. I uh, remember I worked at a restaurant, uh, Ashes Scar Club. Okay, and uh, back then the accountant of the restaurant would also do basically do everyone's taxes come tax time. Got it. They would just make a shitload of extra money for sure. themselves. Like I'll do it for hundred bucks, smoking cigarettes, chain smoking, just doing everyone's tax. Yeah. And then I didn't work there anymore. And also, it turns out that a uh, that a, a waiter at, the, at a restaurant yeah. doesn't take a whole lot of time and effort oh, no. for an accountant to do their taxes. Yeah. And as a waiter, you're just like, yeah, what can you do? Just get it out of the way. I don't yeah, care. yeah. Just tell me anything. I don't care. The guy's like, uh, yeah, great. Minimum deduction. Minimum standard deduction. Yeah, exactly. Out the door. <laughs> um, and then the year after that, I worked there. was the first time I was like, oh, I don't have access. I have to do taxes as an adult, and okay. I don't have access to a person. And then I literally was, there was a place like on the street, there was an H&R block. Gotcha. And I went into an H&R block. Place. Okay. That was the first and last year I ever used a chain account. Until we moved to Vegas and both started working, you know, the way we do now, it never occurred to me to go to one of these You places. mean hard? Yeah, pretty much. Like hard working? Like, That's what like we're talking actually about. working. The way I work, I need to count understands the way I work. They're like, hey, you, you probably sweat through a lot of t-shirts. I do. Yeah. I should do your taxes. You know me. You got it. <laughs> but no, it had never occurred to us to go to a, to go to an accountant because my parents did their own taxes. Yeah. SJ's parents did their own taxes, and so we got like we, we would use TurboTax and uh, and just do it that way. We'd do, we'd do it on the computer. We've done that before, but that's Anne did that. She's got tired of it. As soon as we, it's all me. My bullshit is just crazy. Well, that's the thing. As soon as we moved here, uh, after our first real year of, of being here, uh, I sat down to do TurboTax, and I had a, a W. Or I had two W twos that year, mm-hmm. and that was it. This is what this is what Annie's understand, and what showbiz accountants understand is that no one can deal with carny trash. No, the hardest tax to do is carny trash. Yep. They don't want to even bother. And that's what showbiz accountants understand. They understand to put the dot I's and cross T's in a way that just goes like, yeah. Yeah. Just stamp and move on. Like, <laughs> I sat, I sat down that first year with <laughs> SJ's with yeah. SJ's taxes, with her like pile of 1099s and her pile yeah. of W-2s and her yeah. pile of write-offs and everything. And I spent, no kidding, probably 10 minutes at the computer in front of TurboTax Going like, okay, so I do this and I put this in because I knew TurboTax could do all of it. Yeah, I'm sitting, so I'm like, okay, great. I'll be, I'll still be able to do our, do our taxes. We'll save that money and it'll be great. Ten minutes later, I went, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> nope. This <laughs> is a terrible if idea. I press send on this. I think I might either be fine or go to jail, yeah. and I don't know why. No. Right, well, and I don't know happens. how. Yes. <laughs> 
Like, I, I'm going to be arrested for reasons that I cannot possibly comprehend. This, this you pay is, a real account, you're like, here's money, make sense of my life. This yes. is a thing. Make me not go to prison. <laughs> Seriously, this is a thing. This is a huge issue, and I don't want to get into it, but man, oh man, do we need tax reform. Oh, sure. Holy for fuck. I mean, like, I, oh, I, yeah. you know, as far as a, a libertarian argument that I can get the fuck behind... Tax reform. A tax code that is understandable, like as it stands, it is illegal. You can't, a layman, can a smart layman cannot possibly understand the goddamn tax code. I am intelligent. Without, right? Fuck. It's insane. I am not. And fuck is all I think about. It's wrong. It's wrong. And darkly, I think it's a big part of what has led us to where we are politically in a lot of ways, too. Oh, sure. Because it's all shell games. It's all money moving in ways that aren't traceable because this is not a transparent system. Everything is so obfuscated and, and bizarre. There are a lot of bizarre interests in right. that. Yes. That's the thing that's hard. Is when you yes. try to start shaking things around, you yeah, realize yeah. Oh, a wait. lot of people make Everybody money. Everybody gets their fucking beak wet by keeping it right. opaque and difficult. And by also, beak, just, you mean penis? Yes. Yeah, I want to get that bit. Every time you hear me say beak, just say soak it. <laughs> I think about Mormons. Soaking soak it. Soak ah, that beak. Soak, soak that beak. Soak that beak. Ooh. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, well, pecker. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's the pecker. Soak that beak, pecker. Soak my pecker. I mean, how many politicians run on, you know, you'll lower your taxes? I thought you were about to say run on uh, Russian money. Uh, that's uh, it. No, yeah. <laughs> They run uh, The answer to that is we don't know. Well, lower your taxes. I don't give a fuck. Lower no, my taxes. You lower my taxes. Like, what does that even mean? Right. Right. Like, you take one more step. What does lowering my taxes even mean to anything? Who the fuck knows a, anymore? What taxes do you mean? Right. But I, I am going to get tougher on crime. And you know what that means. Wait, are you going to get tough on crime and lower taxes? <laughs> yeah. Holy kiss a baby. Yeah. Because <laughs> I value you. Oh, oh good. Yeah, I oh, want I like you. you. I yeah. feel like I could have a beer with that guy. <laughs> you belo- you <laughs> deserve God damn it. Kill me. <laughs> you deserve a safe neighborhood. Oh, no. And more money right. in your pocket. He's so right. <laughs> oh, ball sack. Fuck ass hell. Shit. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> fuck ass shit. Shit. Fuck. Hell. Damn it, I'm so damn done with all this shit. Fuck ass. Paul's about to actually explode. <laughs> oh! This is close to uh, uh, just a meltdown. I've seen him in a while. Yeah, yeah. He might be done. Oh, it gets me. It gets me, man. <laughs> this might be our last episode. It fucking gets me. <laughs> Five local M&M Cube offices transmitted all of the tax returns to the boss's office where I, a kid, checked over each one for typos and basic mistakes before sending them to the IRS. Oh, no. That's so much worse than we thought. It is. That's much worse than we thought. This 17-year-old's in charge of everyone's mistakes. When the IRS rejected a return, I got to be the one who called the customers to figure out why, usually involving child custody battles or misremembered social oh security numbers. God. In a hindsight, probably not Hoping the sort for of B thing. the entire time. <laughs> please let there be social security number, please. Right. No, that's my social security number. Oh, fuck. Shit. That woman does not belong raising a child. God, Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> she said I was going to claim it. Now that bitch. Oh. oh. I claim half the baby. <laughs> Thank you, Solomon. 
In hindsight, probably not the sort of thing a teenager should have been trusted with, but hey, I passed the one-week course. Being the linchpin to an entire company's worth of tax prep offices paid 25 cents above minimum wage in the mid-2000s. Though the preparers themselves got a small commission for all of the uh, services and such that they signed folks up for. Minimum wage is still like five bucks then. It's like 525 or something. I hope this helps explain Paul's experience fucking you right in the bank account because your no good ex already claimed your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Elio Derry. Thank you, Elio. I've had that happen in my my still, as of of this date of recording, totally sound marriage. Um, My wife and I have had this file separately different. Okay. Differently because of different reasons sometimes, and then we've both accidentally claimed our kids. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, that's a better thing. than nobody claiming them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Tax wise, I don't think it is. Oh um, no! Okay, you're right. All right, what else we got? We got oh one here from our buddy Moxie Fox. God, the rage. Hey, you guys, I just want to start uh, that I finally found a job in local theater as a production assistant and stage manager. And with that fact, I was Wait, fully into as one or the other. Which one? This is a very different job. Maybe both. Uh, she, she says both. She says and. a production assistant and stage manager. Is that one job or is that two different jobs it you found at the like same theater? sounds like two different jobs that you found at the same theater. Okay. It sounds like it, right? Well, I'm suspicious. I feel like she's... Like she's made the whole thing up. I don't think she ever knows what a theater is. <laughs> um, no, I've I've known people who who uh, like start off productions as a production assistant slash assistant stage manager, yeah, and then once the production is up and running, move into just a stage manager position. Okay, I've I've seen that happen. Um, so uh, with that fact, I was fully anticipating to make it to Scoop Fest this year, but I'm apparently too good at my job, and I'm already committed to a show that runs the same time as Scoop Fest, so I'll, I will not be attending again this year. Boo! Uh, Just calling a bomb scare. Get yeah, to Scoop fine. Fest. Come on, Moxie. Come on out. It's fine. They'll get through without you. It'll they take... say the show must go on. That's just a ploy to keep you around. Yeah. It, it would take three bomb scares to get through Scoop Fest. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just fine. You know, that's one more than usual. <laughs> With that out of the way, here is something that happened at work the other day. Uh, we just finished up tech for our... our Have you ever had a bomb scare called in anywhere you work? Um, where I work? I know I've had it called in to, to, when I was in school. school. Yeah, yeah, when I was in school, we would, we would have bomb scares occasionally. I had one bomb scare in school. Um, we had one bomb scare uh, that got called into our high school. Uh, the uh, the criminal who, who did it... Yeah. Uh, the plan was call in a bomb scare to this high school so that he could rob a bank. Oh, whoa. So it was like a cover. It was a cover for a bank robbery. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, it didn't work. That's interesting. I'm, I actually think it's interesting that it didn't work. Well, I mean, this was I, the, the town that I grew up in was not a tiny town. I mean, it's a mid-sized town. Oh, they had enough police to handle a bomb scare in the exactly. bank robbery. That's exactly it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like I mean, like you wouldn't you wouldn't call in, you know, you, you would think like in a big city that would never work, yeah. and in a small town that might work, and, but then in a mid-sized, I mean, this was a, a town of one hundred thirty thousand people. Hello, hi, uh, I, I want to call in a, a bomb. Uh, well, Geely's been out of the theater for a long time, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, no, there's gonna be a bomb at the bank. I mean, school. What? I didn't say bank. Um, there's not a bomb at a bank. There's definitely... Don't worry about banks at all today, okay? Absolutely, sir. All right, We're the co- police. We know when to stop looking at banks. <laughs> all right, thanks. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a school bombing. So go Sounds good Send everybody me. there. It's important. There's a, there's a big bomb. It needs a lot of people. 
fantastic. All right. It's heavy. That's a, it's a very heavy bomb. <laughs> we'll be right on it. Oh, thanks so much. Love the bank robber. I oh, mean, I knew Timmy. it. I knew it I've secretly. Been, oh, Is this Geely? <laughs> it's me, Geely. I just want another bomb so that people stop talking about me. Look, Geely, stop doing bomb stuff. <laughs> stop it. Geely, if I tell you you're the bomb, Is Geely still you... the ubiquitous bomb? What do you got? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering, right? I'm well, I, to, what's a bigger that's bomb? in my pocket. What's a bigger now bomb? Now I know. You know what? You know what's crazy? Yeah. Have have Affleck and J Lo fallen so far at this point that that's not the hot shit? Well, that's what I'm well J Lo J Lo is old. is still doing very well for herself. Oh, J Lo's doing great. And A Rod is now. Uh, and Affleck's is, fine. She's still throwing a bang on him now. Affleck's fine. He's just not cranking out his own stuff as much. No, no, no. But he he did his Argo. He's done. He did Argo. He. Technically, he got the Batman gig at the time that Marvel... Oh, God, I forgot he's still doing Batman. There was a time that Marvel was not as good as DC at the movie theater. And uh, that time is uh, not second. now. For a hot yeah. fucking second. But Jesus Christ. No, but I mean to say that... This, I mean, I always assume I'm just out of touch. Gili is a reference that I think would be lost, I don't think, on people younger than us. I think so. Yeah. But anyway, there it is. Gili the bomb. No, so... I have never seen it. Did you see it? No. Oh. Uh, uh, I, I took everyone's word for it. <laughs> no, there's no reason. You I heard it's not even. I heard it's faith. so bad that you can't even like riff track it. It's like I'm that sure bad. it's shitty. I'm sure it's yeah. terrible. Yeah, but I'm curious if because uh, you know what the thing about Affleck movies is like. I went back and watched Argo. Still, I've watched Argo twice. That that held up. Okay, the movie I loved, The Town. No, that's the Scorsese movie. What's the one with the bank robbery one? He's a bank robber. He falls in love with a witness from one of his bank robberies. Uh, Gone Girl? Is that no. One? No. Is it the town? No, the town is A Simple one. Plan? No. Uh, let's see. Smoking Aces. This is why I wish we were back on fucking uh, Twitch, because this dropping our listeners crazy right now. Right. And, uh... Was it the town? It might have been the town. I haven't seen the I town. believe you're thinking of The Sum of All Fears. Nope. Oh. I'm, I'm pressing IMDb Ben Affleck into my phone. It is going to the app. I don't. Why would I want push notifications from IMDb? What are you going to notify me about IMDb that needs to be like instant in my newsfeed? Guys, Geely two greenlit. <laughs> what? Oh, it is the town. Okay, I was right. The town. Uh, when G- you go back and rewatch that, it's a lot longer than you think. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot more of just like weird character development scenes where it really drags out. It is not. You first saw it. I loved that movie when I first saw it. I was like, what a fucking crazy great movie. I think it should win a thousand Oscars. Yeah. And then I watched it the second time. I was like, there's a lot very of long. dead fucking yeah. scenes. Trim it up, Scorsese's later stuff. Make up your mind. What kind of movie long. is this? Uh, Scorsese's not as well. Jig- Jiggly, as I pronounce it. Jiggly. Getting jiggly with it. Uh, uh, not, 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 $54 not. million dollars to uh, produce. Uh, just over $6 million brought in. No one wanted to see that movie. Yeah, that was, not that was, a person. That was real bad. And it only looks worse in time because those all those movies that it was trying to be have gone away. Right. You know, unless Scorsese's trying to go for Oscars, you won't even go see you won't even see a Scorsese film hit big in the theaters anymore. Right. Um anyhow, there's gonna be a roast of Bruce Willis. It's tonight? What? Alright. Well, why you if you hurry? Because as of the time of you hearing this, you missed it. I'll have to check that out. Okay. I love oh, the I'm, looking up, I'm looking up biggest box office bombs right now. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. The 13th Warrior in uh, in 99. That's uh, not recent at all. 
No, that lost uh, forty million dollars. What are the kids? Kids aren't going to say the Thirteenth Warrior. We say Geely. We all know we're talking about it. It's Let's almost see. like Thirteenth Warrior is one of my faves. It's fucking crazy that that movie did not do well. That is a great film. Oh, great okay. film. Is I that like, Antonio Banderas? Yes. Okay. I, I it's like based on a Stephen King novel, The Eaters of the Dead, or a Stephen King short story. I think oh. Eaters of the Dead. Fantastic fucking. Well, if they movie. call it Eaters of the Dead, I thought I'm it sure was based it a lot on better. like. Epic of Gilgamesh or something. Nope. I, I, like a, an old story. I nope. saw First Warrior. I saw. I think I saw all the way through Tenth Warrior, and I fell off. Tenth Warrior was solid. Yeah, Tenth Warrior was great. It's really good. Thirteenth Warrior. I fucking love that movie. Oh, let's. Uh, the the latest one on this list is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, estimated loss right around eighty million dollars. Oh wow, that was a flop. Yeah. Oh, I that saw, was a big flop. I watched it on the plane. I didn't see it in, in real life. Uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass in 2016 was a $70 million loss. <laughs> I didn't watch loss. it in real life. It is different. Alice Through the Looking Glass, nobody saw that. Uh, Geostorm in 2017, that was that was $72 million. Nobody So did the kids go one. like, oh, what is this, Blade Runner 2049? No. I'm going to go Geely. Or do they even talk about box office? You know what they might say? They'd say Solo. Oh, that might be it. Solo be the current one. That might be it because... Right. Because um, uh, before that, it was... The one that was beyond me that I understood the reference but didn't understand the movie was Ishtar. Right. Okay. Before Gili, Ishtar was that punchline. Ishtar was that. Yep. Waterworld? Waterworld was up there. Yep. Although, if you look at Waterworld, it didn't lose, it didn't it lose that Waterworld money. didn't lose that much money. No. It, was just a, it wasn't a good movie. It was more like yeah. Spider-Man Turn of the Dark in that people were just obsessed with how much it was costing while they were making yeah. it right. before anyone saw a frame yeah. of it. Because at just... the time, Waterworld was the most expensive movie yeah. to produce. It made a great stunt show. It did. I remember yeah. seeing the stunt show. They, and they it turned Kevin Costner's entire like career outside of film around. He went into... He now mm-hmm. owns... One of the largest, like, uh, like if water gonna... purification. Yeah, He's yeah. Save the oceans. That's his kind of his thing. Is save right. the oceans, from Waterworld. Yeah. So uh, I think Waterworld has actually increased in credit over time. I think the, it's run the full loop of being shit on, and now is considered underrated instead of overrated. I would agree. A Wrinkle in Time. There's the latest movie on here. Yeah. Uh, lost uh, between eighty six and a hundred million dollars. Is that the one with like Oprah in it and yes. stuff? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I think you don't necessarily you don't consider that Geely. SJ and I watched that uh, the other week, and it's not good. No, but I think everyone knew that. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I guess everyone knew Geely was bad too, right? Yeah. Hmm, I'm trying to think. Really, time like it doesn't hit that vibe. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the words. You know what I mean? Yeah. It also wasn't just a trash movie. That's it. Geely was a trash. movie. That's it. It has to be a shitty film that also does shitty that has. Huge stars. Yes. To be a true bomb. Yeah. Right. We just don't see movies like A Wrinkle in Time in theaters anymore. We just don't go to see those things. No. And it wasn't a terrible film. It's not a great film. It's not a, it's not even necessarily a very good film, but it's right. not a it's not a film that you're like, oh, what whereas, a bunch of garbage shit. Whereas Twelfth Warrior, which I thought was gonna be the last one. Sure. I Everyone thought did. I thought it was the ultimate warrior movie. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Um, I was about that pro wrestling. The ultimate warrior movie. <laughs> The controls uh, on the jet, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Drive it down into the ground. I don't know what's happening. I, He's talking about Ultimate Warrior, which he did sound Native American like, right? He was, no, he was crazy. He was just insane. He, just he was insane. just fucking. He wasn't trying to be Native American. Yeah. No, he would snort 
you don't realize how much snorting he did until you watch it. Like, don't tell me I don't realize oh, how much snorting he did. Oh, I'm going to destroy all of my warriors. We'll rise up and take you down. The ultimate snortier. Yep. Yeah. Or as uh, Sergeant Slaughter would say, the ultimate puke. <laughs> Calling people puke. That should come back around. That's a good one. I like You're that. Puke. right here, you oh, puke. Oh, you puke. Oh, Get out of here, you puke. <laughs> All right, guys. Scoop Fest. We're bringing it back. We got uh, Eat Shit, How Dare You, and You're a Puke. <laughs> you're a puke. You puke. You puke. <laughs> yeah, you puke. I like it more than you're a puke. No, you, you puke. You puke. Right puke. You puke. <laughs> We just finished up tech for our production for uh, T for Three, Ladybird, Pat, and Betty, starring Elaine Bromka. That's uh, a lot of words. Yep. Who people may know is the mom from the movie Uncle Buck. When we know. Oh. <laughs> what a wow. wonderful credit. That's a fine credit. That is a great credit. Where is this in Reno? Uh, I don't know. It is wherever Moxie is. Lake Tahoe, yeah. Um. When we notice our stage lights turning on and off like a lazy rave. Yeah. Uh, the lighting tech goes around the back of the theater and opens the understage access where he is greeted by three raccoons on our dimmer packs, causing what we now dub the raccoon rave. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Let us just say that the fix for the raccoons was easier than the fix for the flooding four days later. Uh, from fighting raccoons to keep the lights on, scoop Moxie Fox. Wow! Oh man, trash pandas. Raccoons are uh, they're dangerous little animals. There. Oh yeah. Uh, I love community theater just for that right there. Just little, yeah. you know, little things that you would get out of a, a f- fully fun at theater. There's no raccoons at the Smith Center. Uh, no, no, very but, few. But uh, uh, I love the idea of. Um, Raccoons having to fight off raccoons. Yeah, coming in today, like what happened today? Raccoons, raccoons, and no one is surprised. Moxie wrote me uh, about like what would it take to get us to go to Lake Tahoe, Reno, for an event or something like that. As you can see with tyrannies, I just want to put that out there for anyone who's interested. Is that we, you know, you saw how much money we raised for us to come out to tyrannies, and that's because uh, tyrannies then gives us that space for a bar minimum, right? So we have no additional costs to run it. And everyone else who's trying to run a turnout has a lot of additional costs. Because you have to rent venues. Yeah. So if, if you're out there and you want to come to your town, yeah. if you can get a venue for free, we will do what we did for turnout, which is mm-hmm. just run the fundraiser that we need for us to take off work and clear yep. the time and get out there. We'll run that on our end. We'll run that off of Hay Scoop. So you, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't have to take on an LLC or start your own company or do any of that stuff. Um, it's only that there's going to be additional costs uh, for people on your end of things, like you, we don't, we don't want to rent stuff. a venue. Yeah, we don't want to be in charge of renting the venue, uh, getting us from the airport, all but sort it's of stuff. Tricky. It's just tricky to find a venue that's going to have food, bathrooms, space. Yeah, and that'll work for a bar minimum, basically. That's yeah. that's right. that's the key that we get. How we we turn a lot of our costs into a bar minimum, knowing that we're going to stay there and drink, yep. and then we just do it that way. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing for you to know. And as you can tell and by tyrannies, we just care about having an intimate space. We just want to fill the room that we're going to have. Yeah. Uh, we don't care that it's a, the- a very nice theater or a shitty theater or uh, whatever. We don't care. It can be a, a fucking boardroom. Yeah. Yeah. We just we just if we we'll play to anyone that we can if, if we can get, if we can raise the funds to get us there. We're, we're in. Yeah, yeah. Like we have our costs to to get there. Yeah. And it's you know getting us there, uh, paying us, and hotel and travel. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we should do 
perhaps a little jock versus nerd. I'm against it, Paul. I'm for it. All right. <laughs> Outvoted. I voted two to one. Yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. Hunt for balls. Oh, I love her. Explosion. Explosion. Oh, we have one here today from ML Kennedy. Greetings, men of the churn. Question mark. Oh, question snap. mark as if we're men, because I'm, I'm, or if we're gentlemen, if we're oh, true gentlemen. Okay. Yep. The churn can be wherever you are because it lives in our hearts. That's oh, just not true. Question about where we are. Yeah, yeah That's we are. Just we are true. in our intermediate. Uh, Jacob, Jacob's we're, we're kitchen. Jacob, Jacob's a la churn. This is this is the original churn. No, not not quite. No. Right? No, wait. The original churn. No, was... the original churn was in the back room of the Cockroach Theater. You're right. That was that was the very first. That was the, the very first, first episodes with the what three of us. We got no because the very first churn was Vintage Nude. Was Vintage Nude Studios? Yeah. Oh yes, Vintage Nudes, Cockroach Theater, Inspire. Uh huh. Two different places in Inspire, right? So Inspire really counts for two, two because we did the Inspire stage and then moved to the Inspire Vintage green room. Yeah. Two Inspires. Then where did we go after Inspire? Then I think from there we went to my house. Yeah, right. And then that was and that, that was, was long turn turn at Jacob's house for a long time. Yeah. Yep. And then we moved to Ugoog, Polaris, right? right? Yeah, Ugoog. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now we are now we now we are in intermediate churn, which is yep. churn seven point oh. Yep. And uh, and now the, the, the next, next place one will be the eighth churn. Yes. Okay. Guys, I just got a friendship uh Facebook request from a very beautiful girl. Yeah. And we only have one mutual friend. I think she's legit. Who's oh, that weird. mutual friend? Uh, someone I don't know. Oh, oh good. I would trust it. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Go for it. I like her. She seems how much, like a... How much fishing malware could she possibly yep. have? Look, she's a caregiver at caregiver. Oh, That's my a good God. Job. Mm-hmm. Ick. Ick. Yeah. Caregiver I got, at caregiver. I got a friend request uh, two days ago. And she's posted one time since she started her account in 2017. Oh, oh well, definitely that's legit. legit. I got a friend I request like her. Uh, two days her. ago from uh, Paul Shortino. I think I can save her. Yes. Which is uh, odd because we're already friends on Facebook. Uh, he'd been oh, hacked. that's been happening. Yeah, yeah. No, people just take out the same account. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 uh, I texted him or I messaged him and was like, hey, I just got that from you, reported it, whatever. And apparently, yeah, and he, he already knew about it by then. Oh, what a bummer. But yeah. I was like, oh, there you go. Uh, so anyway, from uh, from ML Kennedy. Uh, anywho, since I haven't written in since I rode Matt like a pony back in Chicago. You're welcome. I believe those two things are unrelated. I hope you, Matt, enjoyed the coffee that I left for you, provided it got to you. I left it with Jade and, well, you know of Jade Simone's dark past and all. The Jays she snorted you, those uh, coffee beans. Yeah. No, I got all of it. It's great. Didn't I even told grind you. it up. People give me coffee. I take it home. I love it. I use it. It's fantastic. Nice. Um, are you the one? Chicago? I'm trying to think. Someone gave me a brand. It's called Kickapoo was the name of the brand they gave huh? it to me. It's really Kickapoo good coffee. coffee huh? Yeah. Mm. I was going to give you right the- Now I'm still getting through uh, uh, my New Hampshire coffee. Chris and Nicole, I think their name is. Oh, my God. I forgot your name. I'm so sorry. But uh, they get me, sent me a bunch of New Hampshire coffee, oh, nice. dark roast stuff, really good though. Ooh. And uh, we we went to um, we were camping at the the pork fest, right? Okay. And this thing about camping, I ha- hate it, so I don't do it <laughs> often, right? I've always hated it. My dad had two fake knees, not much of a camper, right? Public defender dressing up as a suit every day. I would never. Not a big camping guy. Camping. Well, you realize people who love camping get much better at it than you and I. 
Mm-hmm. So like I went to their place. They had like a pan fried brie with like fruit and crackers. They had like the guys working this Coleman stove like like yeah, yeah. like like a like a like, like a stove. A, yeah, like a TV chef. <laughs> it was like it was knocking out all of these entrees and appetizers and it was really it was like really nice campfire eating. The best campfire eating I've ever done. Right. They they knew what they were doing. Had the setup. Yeah, it was like what, hot I, dog on a stick. When do you just go, you know what? We brought a restaurant out here. <laughs> What we could have done was be indoors like civilized human beings. We evolved to build structures that we can live in to stay away from the goddamn outside. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's there's a lot about camping that I love. And there's little. I think any. I'm in the, the middle stars. on this. That's it. I'll tell you what I what I want to do. Uh, I, w- I want to do it this year. It didn't look like I'm going to get to do it this year, though, was uh, is rent a large houseboat. That has bedrooms. Yes, and take it out to out on Lake Mead, and have several people out there, uh, and then do like you know beach it. Have you know the beach campfire going and everything, yeah. and spend the night out there. But you're in bedrooms on a boat. That's I like that. Not as bad. Yeah, yeah. Paul would rather be home anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere, I just yeah, it's like that's too much. But have the grill. Now going, that I have, have kids, I do think about going. trying to go camping in some capacity. But I'm not into because basically, like renting a cabin is camping, right? And Camp, cabins, cabin, I'm down. That's it, right? That's not camping. Yeah, you're just not into you know carrying a tent and sleeping on the ground. I'm not into sleeping on the ground. I'm not into not having a shower. I'm not into not watching television. <laughs> I'm not into all that shit. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like. I'm not camping. into not watching television. I, yeah, amazing. I don't like. To, I don't like camping at all. I that, like. Was your I dad like, a camper at all? My dad? Yeah. No. So you never went. You never went. Like you're not. You you weren't the begrudging. Your family just didn't camp. No. It's not like you were the begrudging person no. of a general camping. We family. went one time as a family, and it was awful. And uh, did everyone perceive it as awful, or just like you? That. Yeah. Okay. I my dad rented. Winnebago's, you know, campers. Ah, okay. And that was like That's our vacation. It's a different level. But yeah, there was times where he, we brought other additional stuff to be like, hey, do you want to go out? And as soon as bugs were involved, as soon as oh, mosquitoes yeah, yeah. were involved, we were out, all I of us, can't. the whole family. The last time I camped in a tent it was when we lived in California. And a group of us, probably six or seven of us, decided we, we somehow we got a hold of three tents and we decided we were going to go camp in the Redwoods. And we had, we had found a spot that was on a cliff overlooking the ocean, surrounded by giant ancient redwood trees. And you're a sleep roller, so you're worried about rolling off of the cliff in your Which sleep. Which already sounds wonderful and beautiful. Yep. We got out there. We built a campfire. The sun went down. And the Pacific Ocean in the northern part of the United States is cold. It is fucking cold because all that water is coming down from Alaska. Yeah. And this was in the summer. The sun went down and we froze. And so instead, we, we had we had a campfire built. We set up a tent as close to the campfire as we could. And instead of using all three tents, all six or seven of us literally piled into one tent, all fully clothed. And Boo. Yep. Yeah, boo, oh, no. boo, it's, boo, it's a boring boo. story. One other good want, thing about camping. Uh, boo. Yep. <laughs> boo. 
<laughs> Boo, awful. That's the thing is we couldn't even get naked and have fun. Oh, it was uh, too cold. Yeah. So we just piled on top of each other for body heat so we would survive the night. We went camping one time. My dad, my brother, and I, my uncle, and my cousin, and my cousin-in-law. Mm-hmm. And we went rafting. And it was okay. Wasn't great. We beached up and put up our tents. A torrential rain pour came down. Oh. We had to wake up at like four in the morning and move our campsite because it was being flooded out. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is awful. It's yeah. awful. The only good thing that came from that camping trip mm-hmm. was my cousin bought me my first Spider-Man comic book. And that is what got That's me hooked lovely. on. That's okay. what got me hooked on Spider-Man. I'm curious to get Paul camping, not in this environment. I don't want Paul to relive any of his horrors. Right. I'm curious what happens to Paul on proper uh, circadian rhythms on purpose. Uh, like, oh yeah, that's you, true. You get tired if your second night camping, your body right. gets tired when the sun goes down. When the sun goes down and you don't yeah. have anything else to do, and you just wake up when the sun comes up. Yeah. So I'm so curious with Paul. <laughs> Paul's the making look a of face. disgust. Paul's making a face like he's eating like cauliflower for the first time as a child. <laughs> that face. <laughs> the idea of just proper sleep makes Paul uh, gross. Right. Let alone. Fun. Well, you know we're we're in winter time here. Uh, in, in the mm-hmm. uh, in the old Vegas, yeah, where you stay the fuck inside. Yep, I had to work outside again the whole day yesterday. Oh. So I've done two greeter days this week. Oh. And it's balls. Are you now, how to be was that decided? We're inside. It's flipping the fucking coin. I was gonna say, right? Here's the thing. I I can't complain because that's not the Paul that I know. There's <laughs> all right. You're right. I'm I'm complaining in my way. There's a uh, there's a rotation. There are different positions, right? Okay. So there's zombie, there's nurse. This is at the zombie apocalypse yeah. place. There's zombie, there's two nurses, there's two officers, and there's a greeter. Okay. And then there's a breaker. So there's, there's seven positions for the full rotation. Okay. I have been fortunate enough to stay mostly in the officer rotation. I very rarely do nurse or zombie. Okay. So... Hello, part of that, nurse. I part of that is sexy nurse. Yeah. the greeter is part of that officer rotation. So I'm just, I just suck up and do it. It's fine. It's a little lonely. You're out there by yourself all day, basically, just dealing with the public. And doesn't rotate within the shift. It's a. It doesn't rotate within the shift thing, but it's just that. But you're standing out there for six hours. So whatever shift the, you're on, that's what whatever position you draw that day. That's you're what that you the do. whole day. Yeah, unless you're the uh, breaker, and then you go through a few different positions. Okay. But. Uh, you're out there. You never do zombie. Do you do zombie? No, do zombie. And I asked Michael when I started. I was like, if I don't have to do makeup ever again, I'm a happy guy because yeah. I did enough makeup as a Klingon. I was like, I'm good. Well, Why did you, you make play up Klingon? as a Klingon, motherfuckers? <laughs> so I, uh, I, uh, I, I stand out there, and there's just a door open to the outside to Fremont yeah. Street. I'm about two feet away from this open door. Yeah, wind, hot blowing. air, just coming I, it's in. It's just like it's just like standing in front of a hairdryer. Yeah. You go. Uh, is, did you tweet the photo of you as a Klingon? I put it up on Instagram. Okay, yeah. Put so it what's up your on Instagram? My Insta, uh, Paul Mattingly, I think. Okay, the famous Paul. You don't even. know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I just started putting some stuff up, up in, on Instagram. That's again. what I was gonna say. Is that? Yeah, uh, it's impressive. You look amazing. Thank you. It's really nice. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was Michael Westmore taught us how to do it. The guy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we 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 did really good work. It was we looked cool. And yet you don't want to keep doing it. You don't want to keep. God damn. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of hours. You I can't. I could. If, you could. I could. Yeah. If I, Star I, Trek, please the, don't. If Star Trek: The Experience came back tomorrow, there. In you, you're there tomorrow. In a second. Yeah, yeah. 
if the money's all right. All this big talk about like never having to do makeup again. If the money's right. Yeah, no, no, no. For for the right character thing? Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. No, yeah. no, it's great. Fun, You're there fun in a heartbeat. Gig. Fun, fun gig. And that's why I like this gig too, is because a lot of it is kind of charactery stuff. You know, doing you know, I still feel like I'm 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 performing, keeping that muscle a little bit from atrophying. It was fun. Do you uh, not break character? Like you don't break character? No, I don't break character. I'm I'm very serious. Is it as admirable as you did in Star Trek to not break character? I mean, it's not as hard. Yeah. You're not like, what's going on? I mean, I, I occasionally get the, what are you doing? What, what's what, up with the fatigues? Blah, 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 blah. I get a couple of army questions once in a okay. while. Like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, but You just not, say that you're a recruiter? But when you're a space alien, <laughs> when you're a space alien walking around, people yeah. got nothing but shit to talk about you. Right, right, they right. They got questions. Yeah. Some of them are some of them are cool. Some of them are actually interested. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them just like, I see what you fake. I see what like, you fake on your eyes. How big's that dick? <laughs> I think that dick. You got that big old alien dick. I got that question a couple times, and no you were sh- like, "Here you go." And my stock answer: Klingons have redundant organ systems. Two of almost everything. <laughs> that's a creepy answer. That's a. Cr- <laughs> oh yeah, that's, yeah. It's a true answer. Creepy was the. Uh, that was, that's what I was going to say too. <laughs> yeah, creepily creepy. sexy. Creepy. Yeah, creepy. Oh, so creepy. Two dicks. He's 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 over there on fucking. Memory Alpha, looking up all the goddamn stuff he can on <laughs> Klingon shit. Um, all right, we have some Jack. We have a Jack vs. Nerd to get through. The following Jack vs. Nerd combines an ICS strength watching TV with an ICS See? weakness straightforward math. Uh. <laughs> Questions can be split up, or everyone can play everything. TV versus numbers. <laughs> TV versus numbers. <laughs> According to IMDb, as of July 2017, has Ed O'Neill appeared in more episodes of Married with Children as Al Bundy or more episodes of Modern Family as Jay Pritchett? Oh, that's a good question. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Is, is Paul is going with Al Bundy? What do you think, Matt? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Al Bundy as well because they had longer... Um... They did more episodes per season back then. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is Al Bundy, but not by not by very much. I would have thought it would be it's more than this. close. So. No, because modern, modern I, Family's been around for a long time. It's it not has. as modern as you think anymore. No, no, no. And and, and the uh, and and I don't think um, the amount of seasons Married with Children is not as many as you think. I, no, I bet. right. I bet it's like three seasons. And I think that chubby little Mexican kid now weighs five hundred pounds. Something like oh, yeah. that. He's yeah. He's basically the size of a car. Huh, interesting. He's, 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 he's the, the, between, How modern? A modern car, though. Between filming of Modern Family, they go to uh, My 800-Pound Life. Ah. <laughs> that cuts between those two things. So he did uh, 260 episodes of Al Bundy, and, he's, and as of July 2017, uh, 210 episodes as Jay Pritchett. Oh, wow. He's catching up. I, um, he's catching up. I, I realize that like... Uh, His name like is if Jay? You, if you did, if you did Jay. 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 If you did Modern Family now, you'd have to have... At least one transgender person in there. Yeah. I think they do at this point. Do they? Who's it? I don't watch that <laughs> fucking show. Turns out it was Ty Burrell the whole time. <laughs> I don't like Ty Burrell. He does the same kind of thing for me as uh, Jason... Um, Sudeikis? No, I love Jason Sudeikis. And the Argonauts? Jason... Uh, I can't remember. Bateman? Yep. Okay, great. I don't, I don't like Jason Bateman. Oh, you and I are different people, my friend. Yeah, well. I love Jason Bateman. No, thank you. Detective John Munch has appeared on 10 television shows over five different networks, ranging from Arrested Development to The Wire yes. and X-Files. He was the announcer. What NBC really show introduced the character 
of Detective John Munch. Wait. Detective John Munch has appeared on television shows over five different networks, ranging from Arrested Development to The Wire and The X-Files. What NBC show introduced the character? I have no idea. NBC? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Law and Order. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I would have guessed. That's what I was feeling too, but I'm, I think I'm going to go with Hill Street Blues. It is homicide, life on the streets. Oh, live uh, on these streets. Live on the streets. Streets is real. Homicide. There are 331 episodes of ER. Only three characters appeared in more than 200 of them. Name one of them. Goose. Yeah, yeah Goose. <laughs> Ed, Anthony Edwards. I don't think I ever watched ER. Oh, you really missed out nothing. <laughs> That's they, how I feel. That movie is talked... I mean, that movie. Was it a television show, is it? It was. <laughs> Hold on, let me check my notes. It was the last television show that was sort of appointment viewing that I can recall. Before everything flipped and everybody was like watching everything on different channels and stuff. And yeah. The cable became more ubiquitous and took over. And yeah. It is spoken of as like groundbreaking television. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't get that. It, 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 yeah. I mean, I just said that I never saw it. So I, I really don't get it. It was of an age. Definitely. It, I, I watched think it, was it a groundbreaking. lot. Groundbreaking. I remember just seeing um, who was that girl? John Clooney. The, no. the Remember the older sister from. Uh, life goes on. No. Nope. Remember the Corky show? Yep. Okay, the older sister. Yep. She got on the ER. Doesn't say it's no Wiley. Maybe my other guess. Overdosing. Oh, oh yeah, no Wiley, the librarian. Anthony Edwards or no Wiley are my. Yeah, uh, you're wrong it? on everything. Uh, yeah. John Carter, Carrie Weaver, and Nurse Chuni oh, Marquez. Carrie Wait, Weaver. Those are the characters. That's what he asked. Yeah. Oh, I, I he asked the characters. But what's Noah Wiley's character? I don't know. Well, then how do you know I'm wrong? I don't. Carrie Weaver, the the lady with the crutches. Uh, let's see. Are there more episodes of King of the Hill Wait. or South Park? <laughs> we might be right on the thing. Yeah, you keep cares. looking that up. I'm going to move on while you look that up. I'm not going to stop the <laughs> whole the fucking the episode <laughs> while you look it up. <laughs> what was oh. the name of the character? Because you're going to take ten minutes looking for that. I'm going to take six. <laughs> oh, that's tough. John Carter. That's what you said, right? right yeah. Uh, that's most episodes, yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah. Noah Wiley, we bitch. Got it. We got it. <laughs> Good. Got was, it. What was the other name? My Uppets has come. Carrie Weaver. Carrie we Weaver? Didn't say that. I didn't say that. That was Laura Irons. What was oh, the other yeah. character? Nurse Chuni Marquez. Nurse no. Chuni. Nurse Chuni. That's Anthony Edwards. It's it, not. No, it's, oh, not. No, it's not. Chuni. But I was right about Noah Wiley, so yeah. I feel like a great person. Way well, then. I'm a good person Way on this earth. Way to go. I'm a, I don't need to help charity. Uh, More episodes of King of the Hill or South Park. This is tough because King of the Hill has longer seasons, yep. but fewer. But Well, no, you know what? King of the Hill. I'm you going King of the Hill 100%. It's it's South Park. It's close. Shit. By no. how much? I'm going to go with South Park. 100%. Uh, 300 episodes. The King of the Hill, 258. Oh, well, okay. South Park is still in production, so yeah. that makes sense. But, okay. But they only do like 10 or 12 st- a season, right? I'm still going with King of the Hill. I hate ah. facts. Ah. This is post-fact math. world. Fuck math. It's in true. 2000, the British Film Institute placed this show at number one on their list of the greatest British television programs. Naturally, it only ran for 12 episodes. Name that show. The greatest... Uh, number one on the list of greatest British, um, excuse me, greatest British television programs. And it only ran for 12 episodes. Uh, don't put your biscuit in my bin. The Young Ones. Nailed it. The Young Ones. Don't put your biscuit in my bin. <laughs> the Young Ones. 
I would have gotten this one. The young ones. Uh, it's it's neither of those. The young ones. Uh, what's with the time traveling detective who solves stuff that only had twelve Doctor episodes? Who? Doctor Who. Yeah. They only had twelve. Twelve episodes. episodes. Time traveling detective. <laughs> they're having their eighth. They're having an eighth person play the role, and they've only made twelve episodes. <laughs> oh my god! Now they're up to Doctor. What was this? They're fourteen now. Why are you looking at me and asking that question? <laughs> I don't know. Because you're next to the computer. I'm not uh, looking that up. All right. I'm not polluting my internet it's search history. It's a female this time. It's a girl. Oh, well then. Let me jump right on. It's and Dr. Hoo-ha this time. I was going to say, and I've been asking probably like eight Jack versus nerds who it is, and I still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was Pete Capaldi recently, and now it's a lady. Um, I don't know the answer to Faulty that. Towers. Faulty Towers. Oh, Faulty oh, Towers. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic show. I, uh, Do I'm yourself a favor and watch and watch the I one season watched, of Faulty Towers. I've watched all of them. Faulty Sh- Towers gives me too much anxiety. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's, all, it's, it's sitcom old sitcom tension, right? Yeah, yeah. it's, a, well, it's the same watch. thing as as British Office. It's that same yeah. vibe. I just can't. I it's, it's I tried to. I, I was watching an episode of Black Mirror last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you're supposed to feel tension in that. Um, uh, about two thirds of the way through, a little past the halfway point, I was like, I I can't watch this anymore. Whoa! Which one was it? it? And it was a nothing one. It it was a uh, it was the one with the um where everyone is like grading everyone else on social media. All oh, the time. that's a toughie. That episode's a weird one. And it's, it's a not really very weird one. Yeah, well, it's, it's not Dallas, Bryce Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard, and it's like yawn. Yeah, it's, mm. it's not terribly good. No, it's not very good. Like there were there were multiple reasons that I turned it off. You're but lucky because yeah, the I, ending is shit. The ending is really weird and it's bad. Shit. Okay. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, so there's you, no nice even like it's not even that nice dark ending that you no, get from them. It's not yeah, a yeah. good episode. It's not a good episode. Okay, it's probably good. the most criticized episode of Black Mirror there is. It's, it's okay. flimsy. It's a flimsy premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird and like just the whole idea of everyone like it just seemed. The word that kept keep, that kept coming to mind as I was watching that episode was exhausting. Yo, mm. is that living in that world is would just be exhausting. Yeah, did, did she, was she in a truck when you turned it off? Yeah, in the in the car, she was yeah, in her yeah. rental car. Oh, okay. No, there's a part where she, it, it gets worse after that. Oh, good. Yeah. It's terrible. By the time that I got episode. the truck, I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah bad yeah. episode. Oh, good. Okay, I'll just move on then. Yeah. Uh, not counting reboots or spinoffs, which of the following show ran for seven seasons? The Dukes of Hazard. The A Team or Knight Rider? Which A-team. of the following shows ran for seven oh, seasons? Oh shit! No, not Dukes counting Hazard, what? Uh, not counting reboots or spinoffs. Yeah, so I know like Knight A-team. Rider did A-team. a whole. Yeah, yeah. I'll go A Team. I'm gonna go with Dukes of Hazard. You going Dukes of Hazard? Dukes of Hazard, A Team, or Knight Rider? So you got Dukes of Hazard or A Team? Uh, Dukes of Hazard. It lasted oh. seven seasons. The others lasted four. I'm so smart. I'm wait, now wait, than wait, Paul. wait. What did they say? He said not counting spinoffs or or reboots, but. Are they counting the new Duke boys? Does that not count as a reboot? It's the same series, but with new Duke boys? I are there new actors? Yes. Is that what you're saying? I yeah. imagine they're not counting that. I would imagine I that so. they are counting that. Wait a minute. Because like when you go to they're when you go Dick as... York to Dick Sargent in Bewitched, it's still Bewitched. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. We need a we need but that's a new what happened. Because they got replaced after I think season five. I don't feel I don't, like looking at the Duke boy cousins. Who are the new ones? It's Bo and Luke, and then it turned into Merle and Dingle. 
I believe it's Dingle. Merle and yeah, Dingle. Yeah. yeah. I think that's no, that. no, Dingle and Merle. Dingle oh, and yeah, Merle, excuse of course. Me, excuse of course, Dingle and it Merle. It goes in order of which one jumps over the hood first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this one has uh, This seven. series ran from 1959 to 1964. Uh, was revived and ran from 1985 to 1989, and then was revived again from 2001 to 2003, and is set to be re-revived for CBS All Access. What is this unkillable show? Hold on. I just want to say that I looked up season seven of Dukes of Hazard, and it has the original Duke boys in it. Oh, well, there oh, you go. There you go. So okay. There you go. Wopat and, uh, and the other one. Snake Charmer. Yeah. Okay. Tom Wopat and Larry... And Luke. Larry Diddle. Jr. I can't remember the names. Uh, terrible. What's the name of, what's the name of this question? I'm going to say The Twilight Zone. Okay. Uh, this series ran from 1959 to 1964, then again from 85 to 89, then again from 01 to 03, and is set to be re-revived for CBS All Access. What is this unkillable show? Alfred Hitchcock Presents. It's a very good show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch as a man loses his mind. Slowly, unbeknownst to him, his family has left and left a void in his heart. He can't go on, and yet he must. Good evening. <laughs> it is amazing that Alfred Hitchcock is Paul's best impression. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, is it amazing? Yes. All right, great. I'm amazed. <laughs> no, no, it's not. What's the right answer? <laughs> great. No, I'm, I'm glad. Okay, great. Paul Lind is probably a fan fave. Right. Yep. What do you think, Matt? Well, you're Van Paul White's says Twilight Show. Old Dead White Guys. What? Uh, I, uh, mine's Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Okay. Oh. It is the Twilight Zone. That's what I figured. <laughs> That's, what was, that was my guess. That was my real guess. Um, no, I just didn't have another guess besides Twilight Zone. So. Yeah. Uh, which of the following characters appeared in the fewest episodes of The Office? Karen Filippelli. Bob Vance. Nellie Betram or David Wallace? Oh, these are character names. David these Wallace. Are character names. David Wallace. You going character? Are you going David Wallace? What do you think? What do you think, Matt? Karen Filippelli, Bob Vance, Nellie Betram, or David Wallace? Ah, uh, it's tough. David Wallace. I know it's basically just in the very beginning and the very end of the, the okay. show. Say the first names again. Karen Filippelli, Bob Vance, Nellie Betram, or David Wallace. I'm gonna go with A. You going Karen Filippelli? Yeah. Karen Filippelli was in a lot of them. No, I'm not going with that one. Yeah, I wouldn't go with that one. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Uh, you're going Bob Vance. Yeah. Uh, Bob Vance wasn't in that many. Yeah, I'm going to go so with that You're going to stick one. with that one? Yeah. All right. It's Bob Vance. <laughs> Bob Vance. <laughs> was only in 25 episodes compared to 27 for Karen, 34 for Nelly, and 37 for David Wallace. Oh, geez. David so, Wallace was in a ton so of stuff. Paul, Paul picked the worst I one. Think, no, because he was, yeah, because he was in the first season. A lot. Is that that's not I'm thinking the wrong character. He was the, the boss. He was like the original boss. He's the original it's boss. It's not the uh, big boss. before Steve Carell took over. Ah. Uh, no, no, I, no, no. He was the he was the original boss. He was Steve Carell's boss. Right. I was thinking of I'm sorry, um, Steve Carell's in all of them. I meant in the character Steve Carell's character took is it over not for David. Boy, um, okay. From uh Luther. What? You're what's, just saying words. What's now. his fucking name? The, ca- the actor's name, I can't remember all of a sudden. Shit. Craig T. Nelson. No. I believe it's Craig T. Nelson. No, it'll come to me later. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanksgiving for Werewolves will be available free on Kindle and Kindle apps from August 7th through August 9th. There you go, guys. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so look, grab Thanksgiving for Werewolves for free on ML Kindle there. ML Kennedy, passionate author. He is. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's ML Kennedy. Thank you, dude. Man lives to write.
Thank you, Mull. Mull. That's how you pronounce his first name. Mull. All right. So I won. Yes. Well oh, done, Matt. Man, I feel great about myself. <laughs> I also feel great about yourself. All right. I want to thank Penzolette for creating this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I also want to thank Norberto the Salmon Samson. I want to thank Rich. That's Rich. I want to thank Parfait Hate the Cannon Machine. I want to thank Thirsty Scoop. Get a lick of that. I want to thank Patrice the Beaver Bermhart. Thank you, Richard. Fast not. Not slow not. I want to thank Patrick. Give him hell. Heller. Walter Scoop Chat. Get a lick of that. Lick on it. I want to thank Sherbert. Give him cold and scoopy. Hoover. Scooperintendent. Lick on that. I want to thank Paul J. Give him uh, what they know, want and they'll never ask for more. Clayton. Rob Corb. Give it a lick. I want to thank the not so famous Paul, who is famous for being not Paul. Rob Tones, lick on that. I want to thank Paulita, the germ in Holt. Robert Brooks Lyle, get to licking. I want to thank Peter Goose Bogey. Robert Brownie Jr. Mint, mm, get that tongue all ready to lick. I want to thank Pete Maverick McDougal. Robert Lou, licking on you. I want to thank Pete Viper Romano. Robert Paulson, lickety lick, lick, lick. I want to thank Peter A. Iceman Mortis. Robots ahoy. Lick them bots. I want to thank... Uh, Weird. Peter Bruce Willis Hines. Roger Edge of a Razor. Licking on it. Lickety lick, lick, lick. I want to thank president of the Sally Field Fan Club, Peter Neckdougal. Thank you, Roman. Lick. I want to thank captain of uh, the USS... Uh, volleyball team, Peter Sanzone. Rusty Scoop, get that lick going. I want to thank Peter. Please stop asking me about my non-relative Scott Van Pelt. SJ Actress, lickety lick, lick, lick. I want to thank Phil. Please stop asking me about my non-existent relative Neil Cassidy. Sarah Boyle, get to licking. I want to thank Cherry. Oh, a dingo just stole my scoop name. Monster Scoop. Got that monster tongue on lick. I want to thank uh, Rachel. Please don't ask me about my brother, Paul George. Scoop nurse. Lickety lick those needles. Rasmus, please don't ask me about my fucking hot mom, Bridget Nielsen. Scott Ashlock. His tongue is the key to your ass lock. I want to thank the secretly clean, the dirty scoop. Scott Burrell. Get that tongue dusted off. And get to licking. Uh, I want to thank Rebecca. Please don't ask me about my trowel, Gardner. Scott Moldrig. Lick, lick, lickety, lick, lick, lick. <laughs> Whoa. So many licks at the end. <laughs> and I want to thank Tobias Zales, Tom Krager, Thomas Langren, Turn the Page, Still Single Scoop, Udo Gearhards, Cupo Scoop, Wendy Cooper, White Chocolate Scoop, William Jennings, The Bad Humor Man, Turn the Page, uh, Nick Barnhart, Nick Farr, Nicole Angel Lupulis, Nicole Busenbeck, Cold Guy, Patrick Webb, Pesci, Pete Booth, Randy Norris, Robert O. Fisher, Roy Hand, Rose Ford, Ryan, Ryan P- Lynch, Ryan Pugue, Ryer Appledorn, Sam Reed, Scoop Me Hard, Sarah Maslovic, Danger Scoop, and Scoop and Pete. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. You want to be thanked on air? Go to preachingfun.com. There you can see all the different tiers uh, with all the different prizes available, like our sticker club. We sent out some amazing stickers. Awesome. Uh, two each month. 
Um, make sure you uh, check that out, preachingfun.com. You can get the different tiers of which you're thanked on air. Uh, also, uh, go to hayscoops.com. Check out our swag store where you start offering uh, vinyl stickers. Uh, you can stick on all kinds of cool things and make them even cooler. They're really cool. Um, I was I was talking to the guys before we came on air. I think this is going to be something that is really popular when people see them in person. So I think when you when you come to Scoop Fest, October 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th, here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, or when you see us at uh, different turnout events, uh, you're going to see these for sale. They're really cool. Do yourself a favor and get one. Uh, yeah. Pick pick one up. They're they're so they're so fucking cool. Hell yeah! Come out to Vegas already. Go to Scoop Fest with us. Guys, October eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. By the way, uh, 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 Smart Mouth's uh, um, uh, Catherine Spears Spires yep. Spires yes. Spires yeah. Spires is joining us at the Medieval Times Night. Oh, awesome. she is. Yes. Holy shit. Uh, so is uh, uh, the pod therapy guys who want to oh, join us yeah. at, Perfect. Uh, at the medieval times. I'm... So are uh, Justin Robert Young yep. and Brian Brushwood joining us uh, for that as well. I would well. have been surprised if they didn't join us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all in on it. The, yeah. uh, the uh, Player One Podcast boys will be there too. Oh, man. There you go. So, it's going to be a fucking party. It's, it's going to be, be crazy, a treat. So. And uh, shout out to the Player One Podcast guys. They're doing great work. I want to thank all the scoops that have gone over to listen to their podcast as well. They get a lot of uh, viewer interaction. Shit, viewer, viewer and listener. They do their uh, their stuff on there as well. Yeah, whatever, Paul. Well, they're they are doing a fantastic job every episode since we got them uh, invited back again. At the end of every episode, they make a plug for Scoop Fest, which oh, nice. is fantastic. So hopefully, a couple of their listeners will join us as well this what year. What do they call their listeners? They they don't have listeners. Uh, yeah, they didn't listeners. Great. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get them on. Though. That's, That's a Paul. fine name. Paul, make sure that every podcast does that. I'm surprised you haven't made sure they've done that. Yeah. What would you What would you suggest? Player twos. Player twos. Player also's. Player also's. Yeah. Big two, yeah. Um, all right. And uh, yeah. actually, I take that back. They do have a really funny gag, a running gag that they do whenever uh, people write in. They call whatever they're writing in under as their, whether it's their actual name or not, they call it their um, hacker alias. So, <laughs> so maybe oh. just hackers. Yeah. Hacker alias hacker, is yeah. a good name. Hacker, it's very yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Thanks for being a download. Thanks for being a downloader. Uh, if you want to help us out, you can recommend us to another person who's looking for podcasts. Yep. Um, don't just just pick one person and choose wisely. Just one. Be part of our obelisk scheme. Don't go crazy. And uh, uh, if you want to keep interacting with us, we're on at Hey Scoops on every social media platform. You can be interacting with us as well as every uh, listener. Every single one of them is on every social media platform. You can contact any one of them. By going to add hey scoops on social media. All right, guys, uh, we love you, uh, and more importantly, we hear you. <laughs> All right, we see you. We, we, I we, see we, you, scoops. I see you, scoops. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Said, I'll see you soon to someone who was a podcast listener, but like in a social environment. Yeah. And they literally were like, oh, I'll see you soon. And I was like, oh, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't quoting my own podcast to you. I was, <laughs> I was just trying to depart. <laughs> I was just leaving. I wasn't like, I wasn't being cute and quoting myself. I was just. <laughs> but it works. It works. That's how branded we are. We're, you are on brand, Matt. <laughs> it's time for... Oh, no, it's not time for drums because I don't have any limericks today. It is, though, time for a haiku. Ooh. Hulu, hulu, hulu.
We have one here from a scoop of Norway. Topic about not being able to attend Scoop Fest this year. Boo! Oh. Dedicated to all the scoops out there. Now oh, we're gonna miss Scoop of Norway at Scoop Fest. Unable to go. My soul stretches out beyond. I'm a scoop fest ghost. <laughs> and now it's time for a little triple threat. Ted would like a triple threat about sunburns dedicated to feeling like a vampire in sunlight. Oh, God. Sunburns are really the worst. They're just terrible. I haven't in a long time. Yeah. I'm grateful for it. They're awful. Yeah. Sunburns. 185 sunburns walking to the bar. The bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve sunburns here. And the sunburns say, it's real easy. You just put some sun in a glass. And let it sit too long. I like my women like I like my sunburn. I cover them in aloe. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, nothing sexier than aloe. Fresh fucking aloe. <laughs> they, call <me laughs> they call me sunburn because I'm pretty flaky. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between your mom and a sunburn? What's up? The uh, copper tone dog won't eat your mom's underwear. Oh. Because it's all gross. What's the difference between uh, your mom and sunburn? What's up? A sunburn has been outdoors once in his life. Hey, oh, she's oh. like a, uh, one of those uh, a troll. sightless fish. <laughs> exactly. Stay down. Stay down, sightless fish bitch. Stay down, cave fish mom. Cave fish mom. <laughs> Go get a time travel with like a triple threat about one night stands dedicated to Maddie's sweet D. <laughs> Oh, dear. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Who dedicated this? Uh, coconut time travel. One, one night stands. stands. Uh, one night stands. I think, I think we talked about poor Shortino's Facebook page. I think you, I think you should be upset. <laughs> Spoiler. It wasn't him. Ayo. 185 one night stands walking to the bar. The bartender says, uh, sun's coming up get the fuck out 185 one night stands uh finish up their drinks at the bar and mm-hmm. get their check pay for it and bartender goes all right I'll, I'll see you guys tomorrow and they all laugh and laugh nah. and we're not coming back here tomorrow what are you thinking i like my women like i like my one night stands oh where's this gonna go i uh i can't remember their name you know in a week they or call me, during the time. They call me the one-night stand because I'm a place that you can uh, prop up a single night. They call me the uh, They call me the one-night stand It's because I have uh, commitment issues. Ah, yeah, yeah. What's the difference between your mom and a one-night stand? What's that? I've told people about one-night stands. Hey, oh, yeah. What's the difference between your mom and a one-night stand? What? What's that? Uh, I've thought about going back to a person that I had a one-night stand with. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, we have a song this week. We, we we have an acapella song this week that we're going to do. Oh, uh, hilarious. Even though we're on our road rig here. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I said it a couple weeks ago. I'll say it again. Uh, we know that we're not doing the songs right now. It's tough to do on our road rig. Uh, once we get back into uh, real studio space, then we will just do a fucking Lollapalooza of all of the uh, all the Scoop songs. We are saving them. We have, we have all of them, and they're going to get done. Uh, Justine Cannon, for my song this month, I desperately need to hear Paul finish in its entirety. One of the steel drum guys go to jams. Oh, it's just no. too good. Jacob, I'm sorry, and please feel free to leave the room, but I really need this to happen. Ja- Jacob is not alone. All Paul, right. take it away. All right. This is me wadding up the request. Again, that's one of the uh, one of the dangers of working at the door all day at the zombie hole. The uh, steel drum guy is there with his five songs. Oh my god! <laughs> Yesterday, I had a guy in full Chewbacca across the way from me in my eyeline. Oh my like, god! How I, how I, terrible I, is that? It's like. Christ alive, you must be a swampy mess of shit inside yes. there. It's just, oh. Oh, that's horrible. It was over 100 degrees still at like 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. We are in the time of year at Absinthe right now where uh, half, of the, half of the cast is complaining about the heat. And I, all we could do is be like, because uh, we have three giant air conditioners right. cranked. All the time, and that place is as insulated as it's going to get. Yeah, yeah, that's a tent. And like, it's we a we fucking have tent. we have temperature guns that that we point at the air conditioner vents. We're like the air it's coming out of those out air conditioner air. vents yep. is fifty two degrees. Yep, Fahrenheit. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it's it's chilly. Yeah, coming out of there. Yes, we know it's seventy five degrees in here. It's hundred twenty outside. Right. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup. I don't know what else to do. That's how it is. Sorry. Thank you, Scoops. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for going to preachingfun.com. Thank you for going to heyscoops.com slash shop. It means the world to us. We are moving into a new studio. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we need uh, we need that jingle. Every penny counts, guys. It really does. Thank you so much for all your donations. Bling, 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 bling. I hate you. <laughs> and uh, if enough people sign on at preachingfun.com, you can request that Paul never do that again. Or more. Nope. I'll do more. Nope. I gave nope. one option. You know what? <laughs> I'll take special requests to do them in uh, drum style. <laughs> to, to your vocal uh, I'll do my vocal steel drum, drums. To drum, I mean. <laughs> What's going to be a treat at Scoop Fest is that Paul, by then, will have learned to actually play the steel drum. <laughs> I could do... Give me, give, me a, give me a request, Jacob. Give me a song. Uh, anything by Pantera. <laughs> okay. 